and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Sean Bell. Word. And Matt's let you all down again. He's let you all down again. And at the last minute too. And what happens when Matt lets us down at the last minute? You, you may ask yourself. Well, we get our old pal Gary Dooten in. All right, Gary. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Your graphics engines, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Great to be here, nice. David. Go, Great Gary, we didn't do that sort of shit here. All right, just say hello and we crack just, on. That just came to me. That's just came to me. <laughs> well, don't let it happen again. All right. um, hello, Gary. <laughs> how you been? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'll do it. I'll do a Farley. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> um, I'm I'm actually very proud of myself this week because I've made it through launch week. I'm through the other side, and now I do not. I don't care anymore. Like, I don't need a switch anymore. I'm not willing to bankrupt myself to get a switch anymore. And I'll tell you why: because there has been so many good games come out this this month, and the fucking month isn't over yet. Believe me, that I'm just kind of like actually. I don't need to spend 300 and odd quid on uh, one game. I can I can play that game later. I'm happy to let this one pass and go back to it later in the year because fucking Mass Effect's out and I've been playing a lot of Horizon. And of course, <laughs> game of the year contender, Wildlands. But we'll get, we'll get, to, we'll get to that. Uh, we will get to that. Um, let's do the follow-up this week, shall we? No, we could, we yeah, could on, skip then. it. You could just skip it. It's fine. No, I think we should do it. <laughs> um, this one's from James Hughes. He emailed in to say, Hi, guys. James definitely said it had 25% more power in mobile <laughs> mode versus docked. Uh, did you hear this, Gary? Mm-hmm. I mean, that argument was a work of art last week. Beautiful. Um, here's, here's the transcript from 3156 in episode 45. James. Yeah, uh, uh, there was that other thing about it, though, with the Switch, where, you know, they were talking about the power difference and how they could get, like, 25% more out of it when it's in mobile mode than if it's in docked, which is, Sean, oh, really? James, <laughs> yeah. Me. <laughs> nah, more power out of it when it's docked, surely, James. James, oh, no, it's not. It's the other way around. I hope that clears it up. Sorry, James. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. Cheers. That was from James Hughes. Uh, Farley, what you got to say for yourself? I refuse to discuss the matter. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Because it's See, ridiculous. Is... I don't care. No, it's just, not. Let's move on. I know you don't care, but this is why people get so angry with you. Because if you just go, <laughs> like, last week, you you turned the argument from, you didn't say 25%, then we proved that you did say 25%, to, no, there's no way I would ever say it, that it was more powerful when it wasn't docked. And the transcript clearly says that you said it was 25% more powerful when it was docked. <laughs> no, because so the thing is, I mean, right, is the whole thing was a lot more nuanced than that. It's just that <laughs> it wasn't. It was, <laughs> it was even Sean admitted by the end that actually what I said had made sense. It's just that I obviously I had expressed it badly. Is <laughs> is what happened. A policeman. A policeman walks into a house. A man standing over a dead body with blood all over his face and hands and a knife in his hand. <laughs> so, what's your name, sir? My name's James Farley. Well, you've clearly done a murder here, haven't you? 
Well, no, actually, I think you're fine. It's a little bit new, more nuanced than that, <laughs> Inspector. <laughs> James, you've been done. Hold your hands up, say okay, sorry, I was wrong. and I'm you'll sorry. only get a life sentence. I'm, I was wrong, I'm sorry, let's just move on. <laughs> um, I've also got to give a big shout out to uh, Cole Hickman, who's a friend of mine, um, who's been listening to the show, and he uh, he messaged me to say that he had a long drive, and the Switch special got him through that long drive. Cole, I haven't seen you for ages. We'll try and sort that out. My bad. <laughs> there we go. A little bit of a shout out there. Yes, he's, he's dissing the fans, yeah. But oh, if you're a, if you're an old mate of Dave's, you get a special shout out without even actually. Sending a you know a tweet in properly to the show or an email. Sorry, Sean. How have it's I dissed the fans? Di- it's fucking disgrace. <laughs> how have I dissed the fans, Sean? Come so you, you don't fucking. That? Well, par- apparently I'm the one who hates the fans, but you know you don't want to fucking talk can to them or play games them with them fans? either. So. Can, <laughs> can we? Can, can we, can we can, stop can calling just... them fans? Can we just call them listeners? Because we can do. But I just need to explain. I just need to explain what Sean's done here as the expert podcaster that he is. He's referring to conversation we had before we started recording the show in the actual show. So. You listeners don't know what he's talking about, but yeah, I was no, I'm talking about off conversations we've had on the show when people have asked <laughs> us to do community nights, and you're just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason why that's fresh in your memory, isn't it, Sean? <laughs> right. Speaking of Sean, let's get to Hello. the news. Hello, right. mate. So, Rhyme, this new game that's this, you go around solving puzzles and that. So it's coming to the. Uh, I think it's coming to the Wii. Fuck the Switch. Nintendo Switch comes to the Nintendo Switch amongst other things. For some well, reason, it's pretty it... much the same thing anyway, isn't it? So it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> uh, and it costs Rhyme. ten pounds more on the Switch than it does on the other formats. Now, I thought the reason for this was, was pretty obvious, and it is now, even though the developers couldn't really come out and say it, um, it's now been basically confirmed. Just because the cartridges cost a fucking fortune to make compared to a, you know, a, a you Blu-ray. say that, but. I mean, is the download <laughs> version no, no. going to be the any cheaper? Well, yeah, but that's the thing. More expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's for separate reasons. That's because they can't afford to piss off your, your brick and mortar retailers, isn't it? I don't yeah, think they're in a position to care about that anymore. This well, they've yeah, got nothing you know, in those places. Um, um, so yeah, so basically, it, it, this is probably going to be a thing going forward. It's when there's something that's multi-format, the, the Switch version it might be a bit more expensive. Which I is, mean, it's all that chemicals. The, uh, the makers of Rhyme can afford to to hike that price up, though, can't they? I mean, we're all we're all gagging for Rhyme, can, aren't we, boys? I don't... Have we has what anyone heard of Rhyme before? Before, yeah, we heard it's about been it it's be been ongoing for years, and then it sort of disappeared for a couple of years because they were having there was some uh, there was a weird legal issue around it. I can't remember if it was like the engine they were using or a copyright thing, something right. daft like that. Um but no it, it does look well good and I was really excited about playing it on the Switch. Right. But I think it's just the what name. Is it, it just doesn't sound exciting. Rhyme. 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 R I M E as in like <laughs> ice. Uh, it's like a third person indie puzzle platformer doodads. But it just looks really nice and atmospheric. It's one of them. It's one of them. So when you say ten pound more expensive, what 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 price points is it looking at? I mean, we're literally looking at like from forty quid to fifty, and I think it's it, hard, I think it? I think it's on it's going to be on the eShop for sixty quid. I think they've said, which is <laughs> fucking no, I know. <laughs> Christ. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> oh no, tell a lie. No, it's thirty quid on PC and PS4 and Xbox One, and it's yeah, it's forty quid for the physical Switch version. Um, and, and is it coming out full disc release on? On um on those other formats, 
And is it what? Sorry, is it is it coming out full disc release on the the, on the other formats or? Uh, Yeah, I think. Yeah, physical Uh, and digital. Yeah, yeah, thirty quid. But that's what I'm saying. I I guarantee that. Um, I I'm not I'm not sure I buy this uh, cartridge thing because I think if you look at the download version on the Xbox and um, PS4, I guarantee that the Switch download version is going to be more expensive than than both of them. Is it not just because they're not expecting the, I mean, the user base isn't as big, is it? So it's like they just think, okay, we can make more money back if we. Uh... We yeah, then maybe the they're thinking of just recurring the costs when there's a relatively small install base. And maybe that's be a like thing. Desperate for games, aren't they? So it's like yeah. Like... I mean, the, the real test will be when you know we get more um, uh, like download only cross-platform stuff. Um, so when something like Snake Pass comes out, um, that's that's sixteen quid on all platforms. So that suggests that if there's no hard copy involved, then we will see just total parity across all of them. But don't know. We'll see. It's weird as well because it's kind of like, you know, the advantage of playing games, like people would play more, like pay more money to be able to play their games on the move on the Switch, right? I mean, that having that option there is, like, we've spoken to um, James about this quite a bit, but with FIFA, James, if the versions were pretty similar, right, if they were pretty similar, we know they're not the one on the Switch isn't going to look as good as it does on the PS4 or on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. But other than that, say so it's it's just slightly downgraded for the Switch, but £10 more. Would you pay that extra £10 to play it on the Switch rather than the Xbox and PlayStation? I'm not sure, actually, because it's already like ridiculously expensive when it comes out. And, like, another it's not that bad, is it? It usually gets it's usually like... at least 50 isn't it, when it comes out, usually. it's um You don't have to oh, pay right, for it because okay. you always get it on review, don't you? Which sounds great, but when you've reviewed every one for the past like, <laughs> seven years or whatever, it does get a little bit tiresome. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've, I'm all punned out on that front, but. I don't uh, know. I don't know whether it, it'd, be, I don't know if it'd be worth it or not. I mean, because if you think about it, like on PlayStation, they've had like cross buy and stuff, which is no more yeah. expensive, and, you know, it has stuff like that. So I don't really see why it should be at a premium for this it's weird though isn't it because with cross buy you sort of you feel like they're doing you a favor and yet the switch offers the same experience but it does but it's like well that's just what it does mm. do you know what i mean yeah. it's like for, for them to go yo you buy the ps4 one you get the vita version as well you're like oh cheers but to pay the same amount for the switch version which again ha- still has that benefit of playing it on the bus or on your telly but you're just like well yeah that's why i paid 280 quid for it dickhead that's not a, you're not you're not helping me out that's <laughs> that is a very good point that is fair Mm. Um, Uh, right okay next moving on Uh, very brief because it's fucking numbers Uh, Nintendo Switch has sold 80,000 in the UK in its first week um, which compared to uh, the Wii which did 105,000 3DS did 113 but then the Wii U only did 40 so yeah alright yeah it's doing alright not bad it's a good start do, and do I gather know people what? people haven't been able to get hold of one now, have they? For the last the last week, it's been actually been. I mean, not that necessarily means anything because they can just arbitrarily restrict how many they send out to retailers. But um, yeah, interesting. Did um was the was the Wii U a sellout at launch, or was it like easily to easy to get hold of one? I'm pretty sure it was, like was the, quite... the first the first weekend it it disappeared, and then basically mid next week it was fine. 
because I've noticed <laughs> the Switch is like coming back in stock this week. Yeah. Um. So it'd be interesting to see how quickly, like how easily available they are. Yeah, as of yeah. ne- next week but mm. um no and also i'm interested to find out how it's done in north america because it's done, it's done well there i thought it was it had done like didn't they say it's been like the best like nintendo console launch like kind of ever it's, it's yeah, done, i'd heard mm. i'd heard good things but i didn't know any like i didn't see any um comparable figures or anything so i wasn't imagine too if, sure imagine if the person whose job it is to assemble all the news articles had thought to include international figures rather than just uk ones <laughs> if only yeah. if only be next, nice wouldn't it next half bank news article playstation now or as some people refer to refer to it as playstation then because it only has ps3 shit um is going to have ps4 games later this year i, I um, thought they were ditching it yeah, I thought they were basically just not asked anymore because you never no, hear no, anything I mean, about it. I thought it. they literally no, they, announced that they were ditching it. But no, then... no, they've they've cut it off from certain platforms, so it's that's no right. longer on Vita and it's no, no longer on right. TVs and stuff. It's only yeah. on like PC or Mac or whatever. Or, or no, not even. I mean, Mac. that seems silly, doesn't it? Because if, if you know, if they'd kept it on TVs and the Vita and stuff, and they went, oh, and by the way, we're going to add PS4 games to it, that'd be fucking ace. Yeah, but. Maybe that's why they they cut because that that was that news story wasn't too long ago. They still want people to buy PS4. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like they yeah, they can't true. just go. Ah, mm. Don't worry about it. You could buy all the latest games <laughs> on this stream service. I, I wonder if anybody actually uses it. To be honest, because I've I've never heard anybody using it. Like apart from yeah, when it I, first I know, came like out. everyone everyone had to go mm. on the trial and just like, yeah yeah that's all right. And then but I'm not paying a ten or a month. Is it ten or a month? No, it's more than I think. Was it more? Yeah. Shit? I always thought um, I would always thought I would have got it if it wasn't. It was just that little bit too expensive because I thought, yeah. well, I'm going to have to just play a lot of of stuff to justify mm. it every month, make being... it worthwhile. Yeah, see, that's that's something I've always <clears throat> wondered about. Like, because you know, people always say, "Oh, Nintendo should do like a Netflix kind of service," you know, with all their yeah. games. And I always just think, I don't know if I'd want to pay for that. You know, yeah. like having all that stuff. Because when are you ever going to play them all? You know, it's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's different to TV. You know, where you could just like sit down and watch a TV episode or something than you know playing games. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're right. It's not the same thing. Um, uh, but it'd just be interesting to see what they do with their subscription service later in the year and what sort what, of games they put into that. And... We know what they're doing. They're just giving you one NES game a month. <laughs> so that's it. Online play, James. Come on, Matt Murray. Now we're not under the the, the spell of Matt Murray, right? He did like <laughs> legitimately try, nearly convince me that, that that was a good thing. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's not, is it? I mean, no. it's terrible. You... I mean, the only good thing about it was they said they're adding like um, what's it called, like internet stuff to it. But it's like, come on, like, do you, do you remember? Well, hang on, hang on, internet I'm, I'm, stuff. So, so... Sort of playing devil's advocate, but you've just said, like, what's the point in a subscription service where you get loads of stuff because you never have time to play it all? Yeah. Or you're saying, you're just saying that one game a month is too far the other way. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> too far the other game. But also, like, think about this way, right? You, they're talking about, okay, it's, they've added, like, multiplayer and stuff. Emulators in the late 90s of, like, you know, NES emulators had that. You know, it's yeah. not like a, like a massive breakthrough or something. But then no, it's no, over, what, the, my, over my the network, though, be... isn't it? So you can pick someone to play against. You can have a game of online fucking. Well, yeah, if it's frogger. working. <laughs> if it's working, yeah. Balloon fight, mate. Balloon um, fight, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Imagine all the, the fucking. About... Imagine getting like teabagged in balloon fight, though. That's no good, is it? <laughs> the the way I thought about it since um, 
since Matt, had, since I've broken from Matt's spell, is uh, is that you really do have to compare it to the other services. And the, yeah. I know at the time, the, a few episodes back, we were going, no, actually, you know, this isn't the worst thing. But then when, you know how it's a bit of an event at the moment where they Sony and Microsoft post up what free games there are this this month and then it gets retweeted loads and you see the games and it's like this month for um uh, Sony was fantastic because you had tear tear away is it mm. is that what it's called and um and uh that this jam which looked like a good freebie and then Xbox come out they got not only have they got the two for Xbox one but also their backwards compatible stuff like Borderlands 2 and all the all these sort of games <laughs> like, what, what I can't wait to just like compare them to, to what Nintendo are bringing out just for one month that month yeah, you get it that's the other thing it's just yeah just for one month which is like you know so well, yeah. I don't know cannon fodder <laughs> Stick that on there. Uh, I don't know this mean to be mean but there you go what, what, what's the next story uh last one um so in in a year you know we're only in march but in a year where we've seen the release of games like horizon zero dawn yeah. and zelda breath of the wild and near automata which are all you know either definitely or reportedly fucking brilliant uh biggest launch of the year so far has gone to ghost recon wildlands Woo! Come on, boys! <laughs> we're taking <laughs> which, I mean, <laughs> I mean to be honest, like, I've, like, I, I find this news upsetting, but <laughs> in a way, like, on the, I sort of have to take it as like it just sort of, I'm taking it as a, as a reminder of how good we've had it in that, you know, we're no longer at that in that place where, you know, the new Call of Duty is what anyone gives a shit about every year, and we're not. Like, you know, like, it used to feel like, you know, you, you sort of shooty bang bang games were Ooh, the main event. Oh, don't use that Yeah, do you know what I mean? No, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not being disparaging, I'm just... Oh, you are. I'm being, being disparaging of the shit ones, <laughs> not the good ones. There <laughs> I are, just there didn't are good ones. we had Jonathan Blow on the podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> games, games with explosions in, if you can imagine <laughs> such a thing. Um, <laughs> you felt like, felt like your interesting stuff was always being overridden by... That stuff, and but actually, it's been a while since that has actually been the case. Like, loads of really cool and interesting games have done really well, and and that's been great. So, I am like being a twat by being like, oh, it's for games are shit. People are stupid. They're playing Wildlands instead of Braid. Um, <laughs> I think it's I think that's like, always going to be the case. I think it's always always has been. I don't think it's gone away. I just think we well, exactly. It's like being, it. like, it's like you know, liking music and being upset that Britney Spears is popular. It's like, yeah, I was going yeah. to make exactly the same comparison. <laughs> There'll be people that own, I was going to use Westlife. You know, it's the, you <laughs> can't. You we're can't. both very current, aren't we? We're doing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell we're getting old. Well, I was going to use Westlife. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Should have said Stormzy. Seen him on the Facebook. Oh, uh, <laughs> don't understand his music. He's a new one. Um, I, well, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I used to pretend, but now I can't. I <laughs> just listen to that and just go, Nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sure he's a very talented gentleman, but not for me. Uh, okay, well, should we get on to what we've been playing then? Because that's quite a good link to Wildlands. Um, I'll start us off this week, and I will start us off with with Tom Clancy's Wildlands. 
Ghost Recon series. <laughs> <It's>, um... <laughs> David, 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 just saying Clancy again. Clancy. Yeah, I know. I don't care. It's the way it's, <laughs> just deal with it. I can't. I can't. I, I'm not changing for you, James. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, what a strange experience that computer game is. We um. So I somehow got it on both PS4 and Xbox One. Like <laughs> a massive fan. It's so good. He bought it twice. <laughs> um, and I don't like. It's so clearly shit. And I mean, there's so much wrong with it. And. Uh, there's, you know, you can focus on the fact that, the, yeah, the dialogue is appalling. The yeah. voice acting is some of the worst I've ever heard in a video game. The shooting's not particularly interesting. The uh, environment's nothing new. Um, and, it, you know, the, it does really annoying shit. Like, uh, uh, my biggest problem I've had while playing this so far is that it tries to so if for those of you that don't know what wildlands is it's a ghost recon game it's like a third ghost recon was always a first person shooter but in recent years they've been their sort of third person shooter series um so it's over the shoulder uh, it's kind of a completely open world think um it, you know a little bit like gta online a little bit like um uh, just cause uh, where you get into a team of four people and you just roam about doing missions gta style um and you can stumble across side missions things can go on around you and you can join in you know all that sort of stuff um but but imagine those games have been made on like half of that budget <laughs> and, and that's kind of what um wildlands is because everything's a bit shaky a bit janky there are systems in place that just don't work like what the way they do the, the the problem with having like an open world game like this and having four people play it try and make it cooperatively you don't want to push them through a tunnel because then it's not an open world game right you don't want to put checkpoint checkpoint you want them to have the freedom to go and do what they want to do next um and the way they dealt with that in the division is that one person kind of becomes the leader and decides what to do. So you have that mm. discussion before going, going um, and doing what you want to do. And then you head off somewhere and then everyone kind of joins and they have to join the mission that they're going in. In Wildlands, it tries to let you stumble across things. So if one of you's gone off in one direction, you can stumble across a mission and it activates that mission for everyone and everyone can join in. The problem with that is that they've made it so easy to activate a mission that sometimes you, you activate a mission when you literally don't want to. And what I mean by that <laughs> is not that you're walking along and you're like, oh, fuck, we've activated this mission. We've got to do this mission now. No. I was playing John Denton and we were outside this base trying to steal a helicopter and I was up on a hill with a sniper rifle and I was spotting people to see where they were and I had my eye on John who was sort of um, flanking them around from the left hand side and we're constantly talking got there's a guy on here there's a guy here I've got this guy I'm going to send a drone up shit it's jammed forget that um, I would say take that guy he's not around anyway we're, we're getting the chat going all of a sudden, a convoy drives past where John is, and because that convoy was part of a side mission, it activated, right? So <laughs> thought we were then in that mission, and then the convoy drove out of distance, so we failed that mission, and it just like went to black screen, and we had to start again. 
even though oh, we were Jesus. trying to do another side mission because this side <laughs> mission drove past us it punished us we were just like what the fuck and he was like that's the third time that's happened to me <laughs> third time that is garbage you know, it is it's full of shit like that and um the, the the physics are hilariously bad. Like gravity is just something that turns up once in a while. Yeah, that's, um, that's that's kind of entertaining though. Like you know when you're driving those cars. Like, well, I'm the, getting to that. <laughs> I'm getting to that. Like the collision system's a total joke. Blah blah blah. Right. There's a lot wrong with it. However, I have had a lot of fun while playing it, and it's in spite of the game rather than because of it. I um you know <laughs> getting into a motorcycle. Right, getting on top of a motorcycle, like getting on a motorcycle with your mate and just driving off a cliff and and just watching like the bike sort of just spin around a bit as it bounces (laughs) off rocks and then you just get off at the bottom of the cliff is just funny. It's funny. We we, you know, putting like John saying, I'm going to drive this into the lake. Do you want to get in the car with me? And me getting in the trunk. And and then when the car hits the lake, me just popping up on the roof of the car. Because like, there's not an animation for getting out of the trunk while it's in water. <laughs> Stuff like that. We've been belly laughing throughout playing it. And like the game is, you know, a five or six out of ten, in my opinion, from what I've played so far. But I've enjoyed every minute I've been playing it. That's the, that's the weird thing. <laughs> that's the weird thing with Wildlands. And, you know, there's that thing of, Oh, games are always better in co-op, no matter how bad they are. Yeah, that's true. But when you're having as much fun as we've been having the past few nights, um, I there's something to the fact that this is just is one of those games where I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. It's so bad, it's good. Like it's good fun <laughs> to play, and I want to play more of it. I mean, James, when we were playing last night, you nearly wet yourself. When, <laughs> so there's, there was a mission, right? Midjo's were playing last night. There was a mission where we had to crash this car. And when the person runs out of the car, I had to run up to them and interrogate them. And of course, because it's a Ghost Recon game, you torture the person until they give you surprisingly <laughs> the correct information every time, despite what every fucking fact says about that way of interrogation. So, um, you beat you beat them up. And they give you the um, uh, the code that we needed, uh, and then that was it. We were supposed to go on to the next bit of the mission, but then I noticed that I could grab hold of the person that I'd been interrogating again, and you sort of put them in a headlock, <laughs> and then I was just like flicking the stick left and right and because my arm was flailing left and right so was this whole person's body it's like, it like i had a flag made of meat and bone it was just... i did see because i know farley you put a video up of this yeah it was, it was pretty it was very good and james just this. walks james just walks around the corner sees me and i just the, the laughter just did not stop for about five minutes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's it's one of those games that I, you know, you can't look past its faults. The faults of it are just, uh, I mean, it's embarrassing in places. When I drive a bike into a lake, I don't expect it to float because <laughs> for some reason the <laughs> physics think the air in the tyres is enough to just keep it upright, perfect, <laughs> the water. That's, you know, it's yeah. it's a fucking mess. But at the same time, you know, I want to play more of it. I just want to get a bunch of us together just to fuck around in that world. Um, and See, it kind of helps that it looks stunning as well. That's why um, this really feels much more like it's like GTA 4 or something online than Ghost Recon. Because 
it really doesn't feel like a Ghost Recon game. Like, you know, no, like, no, absolutely how it not. used to be, you no. know, where it was like, you know, you sort of stalk your prey and all that kind of thing. That's all gone. It's just, <laughs> it's just basically just like messing around. I mean, I tried to play it with another group with, um, one person I was playing with, like, really wanted to play it, like, properly in inverted commas, like, trying to just, like, you know, we're going to do it by stealth. We're going to, like, you know, sneak up on these guys. But the other guy was just off, like, just setting off explosions and stuff, and it just totally, <laughs> totally doesn't work. And the other guy was getting really annoyed. It's just, I know, it's, but this is the thing, it's it's fun to just, like, dick around in it, because it's just, it, yeah, as a game, though, it's, it's not that great. It is pretty can broken. You, can you fuck with each other in it as well? Uh oh oh god yeah we we <laughs> we played. Well, you could do. I, was I mean, playing, I did that with I like was playing with Matt, Matt and Sam yeah. uh, on Saturday night, and um, I died, so <clears> I got put back to like a certain area, and those guys were waiting just outside this mission place. Um, for me, they said, "I oh, will wait for you. Just hurry up." So I got in this van and I was driving along, and I'm speeding along. I'm keeping an eye on my map, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm on the road now. I'll, I'll see you when I get there." And it, as I was driving along, I saw the two of them waiting for me in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what happened, right? I just, like, I, I just thought I can either stop here and we could start the mission, or I could just not let go of the accelerator. <laughs> them sam white uh, like fucking pinged off my bonnet and flied a flew like about 400 yards away oh the dream it was fucking hilarious there's that and then there's all like there's like other weird stuff like you know like the uni dads you know like which is just <laughs> which is just really odd <laughs> well there's also there's these other groups like these other sort of like i don't know what they are like mercenary groups or whatever that are going on but one of them is called for some reason uni dads and uni they, dads. Yeah, and it was something dads, saying yeah. like uni dads are like on patrol and you're like, okay. Right, but they're all paid off by the cartels or something, so they're, yeah, they're, like, they're also they're, bad they're guys. They're the equivalent but, of the police in Grand Theft Auto yeah. games. Like you build yeah. up stars and if you get them enough they start sending helicopters after yeah. you and all this sort of shit. But, but we they're had... also baddies, so it's fine, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the idea, yeah. but yeah. But um, yeah, we had our own separate ideas of what uni dad, <laughs> uni dad meant, right? Because I mean, Sam and I had um, uh, come up with this whole background story that it was a, it was a, it was a dad that had no qualifications, went straight into work after he left school, <laughs> and and he decided, no, I need to go to uni now. And then everyone at uni hates him, like he's after <laughs> his degree, and you know he's the sort of person that would be like. I think we've got enough beer, actually. Let's not. There's no need to buy anymore. <laughs> you know, like, he doesn't stay at the halls. He's always like, he's, they don't stay at the dorms. He's, he's just getting his cab back to his premier in. <laughs> sort of, oh fuck off, uni dad. Oh, you better. I don't think we should be smoking drugs here tonight, lads. Right, fuck off, uni dad. <laughs> and what was your version of uni dad, James? Well, yeah, I mean, our one was that we thought that it might be a group of people that had got their girlfriends unfortunately pregnant while they were at university. And, <laughs> oh, okay. and so they had become uni dads, was the thing. So they were all a bit, you know, a bit, bit pissed off, not very happy, you know, with the way things were going. <laughs> That's the perfect term. Uh... Perfect description of parenthood then, James. Yeah. <laughs> a bit pissed off, not very happy. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the other really weird thing about this is, I mean, I, I stupidly watched some of the story stuff at the beginning. And oh you listen like to like, you know, the person you're supposed to be sort of you know, taking down, as it were. And you just think, yeah, okay, he's got tattoos and stuff, but he don't sound that bad. 
It's like, you know, what, <laughs> why am I doing sure, this? Sure, he's a drug addict, but <laughs> yeah. he's definitely better than it's these like, people. You know, they're setting up a, a narco state, but what's wrong with that? I mean, it's, it's, you know, he seems to be, he's helping his people. I mean, why are we just killing everyone? It's Okay, <laughs> legalise it. <laughs> it does. It does feel like a you know um, Team America style parody of what the American forces are like on one on one mission. I turned up. There was a bunch of guys waiting down the hill, and they were saying, "Okay, we've got to attack this base or whatever." David, are you coming down? I said, "Yeah, but I'm not going to go because there's lots of burnout style winding roads. You know, where actually you're just going down about ten foot. You're not actually progressing closer to the checkpoint because the the you know it's, you just U turn and go down a cliff like ten foot or whatever. So I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to drive down the cliff. And they were waiting there, and I landed about. I'd say about 10 foot away from them. Right? So they, they were waiting for me. But landed directly on some old farmer lady. <laughs> like, you killed a civilian, come up. And she just like rolled down the Like a corpse just rolled down the And I sort of got out and went, all right, lads, let's go. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a fucking mess. Um, the, but- um, the most fun thing I found to do in it, I had... Uh, yeah, a friend of mine was reviewing it and they've been giving out like multiple codes to anyone who's reviewing it because obviously it's a co-op game, which is a smart move, um, probably because they know there's no way you're going to enjoy it on your own. Um, so yeah, so I, I thought, do you know what? I, like, especially, you know, because Denton said he, he really had fun with the beat and I was like, all right, maybe I was being a dick. Let's let's give it a go. I, I still fucking hate it. But the, <laughs> the thing I enjoyed doing is some of the larger vehicles, you can just sit in the boot. Oh, yeah. And like, and depending on the vehicle, like sometimes you'll get in and he'll like lie down and you can't be seen. <clears> but some vehicles you get in the boot and he's just sit, he just sits there, just peering out the back window. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> like those old cars in the nineties, right? Where yeah, yeah. if you, you know, you you were a kid, and yeah. they to get an extra like a couple of seats in, like if you had a big family or whatever, there were the cars that had seats that faced the traffic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was horrific. I, I, I sang one of them when I was a kid because um, one of my uncles had one. And I, it just, you don't know what to do with yourself. You're just looking out the back window at some bloke looking back at you. Like, You've got yeah, nowhere I just, else It just to became a, a constant source of irritation to the guys I was playing with. It was just like, all right, where's Sean? Oh, he's sitting in the fucking trunk again. And I was just there just peering out like, oh, yeah. You know, you know the smaller cars as well. And you, like, yeah. the, like the, um, you can literally lift the, bo- lift the uh, trunk up and get inside mm. and close it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I did that with John, and we had a long drive. And in that long drive, he completely forgot that I was in the boot and just <laughs> lost his shit when he got out to go to the mission. And the boot like popped open, and I got out. Again. Uh. <laughs> See, it's all this stuff that makes it kind of worth playing. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's kind of it really hard. is. It doesn't know. Yeah, but didn't... Sean, Sean, right? Look, let's be honest, we had a chat about this earlier, but you just hate Ubisoft games. And it's like, it doesn't matter whether this was going to be good or not, you were still going to hate it, because you just hate all their games. No, it, I was like, from the trailer and stuff, I was bang up for it, and I, but I just, I hate you everything the about it. the developer come up. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was, because I was... No, right, we've been through this, right? I like Black Flag, For Honor's good... Trackmania is technically an Ubisoft game. Okay, because the thing is, right, as I was going, after we had that discussion, I was having a look online at Mm. what Ubisoft games there are. I was casting my mind back to what you'd said about them. I was thinking, okay, so first of all, we've got, so Rainbow Six, okay, you've never played that and you've avoided playing that. You've refused to play I'm leave off, Sean. You've never played it, just you haven't got the PS4 version. You've played it once. 
Yeah, uh, when it, uh, the one time you asked me to play it with you, I did. So that's a hundred percent success rate. So okay, yeah, carry got, on. Okay, you've got the division. You've always been slagging that off. We've yeah, got shite. <laughs> it's a good game. Ghost, Ghost Recon, obviously. You know, you hated that. Shit. You know, so Shit, yeah. Watch Dogs, not interested. You know, well, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Watch Dogs too. Quite enjoyed it. Did you play it? I don't remember. I, don't remember yeah, I played the. Oh, well, someone doesn't listen to Midnight Resistance. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people don't listen to Midnight Resistance. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they did like a, a two hour trial of the the full game that you could just download on on PSN. And yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I'll probably get it. Like it keeps sort of hovering around twenty quid. So when I've stopped, when I've finished all these ten out of tens that uh, uh, keep <laughs> keep coming out at the moment, I'll probably get around to it. No, yeah, Watch Dogs Two fine. Okay, so we've got Assassin's Creed, the whole series. Shit. Basically, shit, yeah. shit, shit. <laughs> apart from Black Flag, yeah, yeah. I do actually agree with Sean on that one, James. So we got, <laughs> we got dog shit. We got For Honor, which which you did slag off before other people yeah. started saying it was good. And then- <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's you, with me. It's usually the other way around. It's normally like I'll stick up for it until other people like it. Yeah. So that's that's an inverse Sean Bell maneuver. Also, what did you think of Steep? Because I seem to remember you thinking that was oh, no, rubbish no, as Steep well. Was fucking horse shit, mate. That was the- <laughs> Basically, their entire catalogue. As soon as you see that hang logo, on, hang you're on, just like, not done not Far Cry. Far Cry's good. Far Cry 4's wicked. Yeah, but you didn't play Primal, and that was, well, that was the best one. No one, Dave, no one played Primal, just you. I did. It you're was fucking good, <laughs> and no one listened to me. <laughs> Do you know what's really going to fuck me off about you? Well, I think we're going to get to this at some point. <laughs> yeah. you, when all the reviews for Future Unfolding come out, yeah. On the 15th of March, <laughs> you're suddenly going to start playing it and it's going to fucking infuriate me. <laughs> oh, oh, this guy said it was good, so now I'm interested. Fuck no, no, off, all, all the reviews are going to come out and I'm like, yeah, I was there, mate. I was there before you got... <laughs> I clocked up my 12 minutes of play on Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I told you it was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting because obviously... <clears throat> Like, Ubisoft are known for, like, you know, I joked in the WhatsApp group, like, yeah, they only make one fucking game. Obviously, that's not true, but they are known for, like, they kind of put this same template on a lot that, of different oh, yeah, God, but that's, styles that's, of games. That's, yeah. that's, that's a new thing, though. Like, they've only been doing that for, like, the last year or so. Like, well, okay, the last nah, two years, they, maybe. They've done it with the Creed games year in, year out. Yeah, with yeah, those, yeah. but they've not done that. They, they've only started applying that to the other franchises, like, recently. Like they, the, problem with, the problem with them, with Ubisoft, is... They get, have a great idea, and it's like this little pure idea at its core, and then they just put layers and layers of bullshit on top of it. Yeah. Um, I coined this a little while ago. It's like they they make like a bullshit Vionetta, right? So the middle <laughs> of it's just really nice, and then they just, oh, it's had another fucking ripple of fucking nonsense, and it just don't need it. And they did this. The biggest crime, right, is. Assassin's Creed multiplayer, the first go at that, which yes. was it, still, I maintain, is the best multiplayer yep. I've ever played, and of any kind yep. of multiplayer. Yep. Um, just, in, just beautiful, right? Let's not get into it now, but it, it's the best one, so just believe me. Um, <clears throat> it was perfect. Everything was in perfect sync, just perfectly balanced. Everything worked. And then all they did for subsequent uh, iterations of it in the next games is they went, let's just give everyone more like powers with cooldowns, ones that are too mm. powerful or just fuck it up or make it too complicated. And let's add all this other shit we don't need instead of just making more levels for it or whatever. And they just fucked it like they do with everything yeah. when they just add more and more shite that they do not need. So, like, see, so you're saying that Ubisoft, they 
they bring out something that that looks interesting and 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 seems really good, but then they cover it in like loads of shit, bad decisions. Mm. Like the switch. I don't know. I think Rainbow Six Siege absolutely smashes all these little theories away, lads. I think well, that I, is not a game. As, as a as a rule, it happens in most of their games. Okay, not every single game, but I mean, yeah, like for fuck's sake, you know, the crew, a driving game, you still have to drive to radio towers to update <laughs> your GPS and unlock the map it's for when, that area. It's, it's like, when come you, on. It's when you open a Ubisoft map and it zooms out and it's like I can't fucking see the map for icons on it. Just nah. <laughs> And um, we've seen now with something, you know, with, with like Breath of the Wild, it's like, oh yeah, actually less things on the map is, is yeah. good. It's like someone's, it's like someone's been sick onto the fucking thing. With, they didn't do that with, like, with Watch Dogs 2. There was like nowhere near like the amount of stuff on that. That's true. Because yeah. I remember and, cause... and as we know, that's one of the good ones. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Weird. James, um, James had mentioned to me that he was going to uh, just have a little quick look at the history of Ubisoft to see, where, to see if his theory is <laughs> I correct. I can't believe I've been the first person in the history of Earth to be the victim of a calculated assault by James' father. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you, you, you well, just... I've been on your side for most of the time, James, but you can fuck off now. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, dear. Well, the end of the year show is going to get interesting, this year, isn't it? Um, I, I, yeah, I, was, I was looking at like the list of games and uh, just thinking, oh, yeah, what other games does Sean really hate that are made by Ubisoft that we can add to this list? It's all of them, and isn't I looked, it? It's just... And I, I just thought, yeah, it, well, ones that are actually decent and then I looked at the list and then I saw the crew and I just thought yeah no, I, I, no, I did actually yeah. <laughs> I was actually selective with the list because I just thought <laughs> I don't want to make it too easy for him <laughs> you didn't like Assassin's Creed China Chronicles <laughs> that, was that was actually, actually pretty decent, decent. yeah, yeah oh. it was decent <laughs> I think, yeah, it wasn't. Hang on, yeah, because they've done like three of those those two. Russia, ones, China, they? and India. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the first one was a bit shit, but then they've steadily improved. Since Russia then. was good. I, I no, first no, one China was, was China was the first oh, one. It was, China was, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh fuck. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. But Russia was definitely better than China. I didn't play India, but um, I think you did India, didn't you, James? I own all of them, but I've not played. I've only played the China one. I've never got round to playing the other ones yet. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's classic thing is, No, no. I, I, <laughs> the thing is, I collect Assassin's Creed games. I haven't played any of them for like a no, long see, time. That, that's the worst part. Is is I? I'm pretty sure I own like pretty much all of them. Yeah, because <laughs> because every time, like, because they come up in Steam sales all the time, and I'm like, do you know what? Maybe this is the one. <laughs> like, maybe I can just shut up and fucking enjoy it like a normal person. <laughs> And nah, I can't. See, that's the thing because it's like I mean, I, I bought Assassin's Creed Unity because it was eighty nine p, and you're just thinking yeah. you're like in a sale, and you're just thinking, yeah, all right, I'll go for that. But exactly because you see, you see the price, and like, how bad can it be? Yeah. See, and I, I never an hour quite in, you're like, no, I, I hate this. I never okay. quite recovered from the first one when when because at the time mm. all the magazines were just going. It's basically it's fucking Crusade Zero Hitman, lads, and I just went, oh my, oh it's going to be brilliant. And it just melted, and then when it came out, it just wasn't. It was fucking pap. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know maybe this this is one of the reasons I'm I'm going in hard on on Wildlands is because it's getting nine out of tens. <laughs> it's not. Why? Who's doing that? It fucking is. Who's giving it nine out of tens? I've seen like sixes and sevens mostly. <clears throat> uh, Games Radar going fucking nine out of ten. Games um, they're not a small website. I'll tell, um, tell you something that I have heard, though. Mm. The game does actually get 
in terms of combat a hell of a lot better if you play on the the, the harder difficulty settings and yeah. i you know i'm not always <laughs> one for that i'm not always one to sort of go yeah i'm gonna play on the harder difficulty setting then is that because there's more that shit too much is that because there's more jeeps going past activating side crests you have to fucking dive yeah, out yeah. the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah Stops the tension. uh there's less cliffs to roll down um does it make your teammates <laughs> randomly disappear more often <laughs> that, have you heard that yeah what like what, like, they're st- like they're still they're still shooting things and they're still affecting the world they're just like invisible what the ai it's ones brilliant. or no no like you you mates that you're playing with yeah oh that's weird I'm not saying that, that is weird i have to say i'm slightly tempted after your stories of, of just fucking about in a broken world it's got a bit of a second life appeal yeah, the I mean, there's less sex. There's no it, sex but... dungeons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> as far as we and, know, yeah. That 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 was our um, our computer game review of Ghost Recon Wildlands. Nine out of ten, mate. Yeah. I have also been playing. I'm trying to find the list because I've wrote them all down. I've been playing a lot this week. Uh, obviously, a hell of a lot more Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, War Mama <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> That game takes off after you... I mean, I enjoyed um, the opening, you know, four or five hours uh, anyway. Like, I, I thought the the whole plot at the start was a little bit slow, but but it it was involving and sort of gripping, and I, I really got into the world um, and the setup. Uh, and then it lets you go and do what you want. And from there, fuck me, it just feels... It's brilliant. Like it's it's really good, and um, I'm writing my review at the moment. And one of the points that I want to make is that you know, open world games are, are becoming the new first person shooter games. Do you know what I mean? In, yeah. in terms of people complaining about them, and understandably so, when when we get many many types of the same, many many games that follow the same sort of trends, um, they start to become boring and you do, you don't react to them as you, as well as you initially did, you know, open world games used to be this thing that was like, oh shit, but this is open world, I can't wait to see, and then you got game after game that tried to do open world stuff and, um, and it, you know, it, it gets, there's the sort of staple arguments you can say about against these games and and they're like oh i just don't want to see a massive map filled with icons you know side quests that aren't really side quests they're just like go shoot this man or go follow this person you know and stuff like that um and i get it right that gets tiresome uh no matter how many times like if you're doing it over and over again all the games seem to be doing the same thing it gets tiresome i think what horizon zero dawn shows us is it that it's not that stuff that's the problem because if you get the core gameplay right that stuff is all fine you know i don't care if there's loads of icons all over the map if each one of those icons is something good to do you know what i mean and it's mm. it's something that you want to do um and what makes uh, horizon so good is 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 just how well it plays in combat i mean um traversing the world is a little bit frustrating because it's not really clear where you're supposed to be climbing um climb like how you can climb things and if you can get to places or whatever that changes slightly when you you know start controlling the robots and riding them about and stuff that's pretty cool um but it's when you're involved in combat it's fucking phenomenal and as you play the further you play the more confident you get in what you can and cannot do the first time you see just even one of the uh the watchers which are probably the weakest uh dino bots in the game um and 
now I just do just one shot kill them. You know, you know exactly how to take those things down. Uh, and then all of a sudden you'll stumble across something a lot bigger and you just go, right, okay, I'm definitely going to die now. And then you start working out new ways of taking these, these animals down and controlling them and picking them off. And there's so many ways to approach it. You can, of course you could go all guns blazing. That's fine. That's perfectly acceptable. It's very hard to pull off because, you know, it's, um, these things are so much more powerful than you um but or or you can study them set traps uh you can go stealth and pick them off like by distracting them you know it's all this stuff we've seen in other games before sure but it works so well in this environment and in this world it's just really every time i've got into a combat situation in this game I've had a good time and every time I've come away from it alive, I thought I fucking earned that. Like I've earned, Mm. you know, uh, my survival there. Uh, and it's exactly the same when you stumble across like human, uh, opponents as well, because what they tend to do is, okay, humans are a lot easier to take out. Let's put a fuck ton of them in there. Um, and of course, if you, if you get swarmed by, by, uh, tribes or whatever, then you're fucked. Um, it's just really, really good. And then layered on top of it is a believable world with interesting characters, all sorts of stuff going on. Um, it, it just, I can see why this got um, held in such high regard. And, you know, James was joking um, on Twitter where we were talking about Horizon with someone, I can't remember who, and then he sent me a, a, a screenshot of Zelda. You know what I mean? <laughs> As if to say, this is what you should be playing. <laughs> There's no, I've got no doubt in my mind that, that Zelda is an incredible game and it's uh from what i've read anyway it's a genre defining game you know it's it's pushing the genre into into a new like it's taking a step forward um i'm not challenging that what i will say though is horizon has proved that that open world games is you shouldn't be worrying about how big the map is how uh many icons you got on it you can still pull that off if the game is good to play. And this is very fucking good to play. Uh, and of course, as we've said a million times before, it is just stunning. I've come across so many um, places that just like blow your mind and you just think, holy shit, this just adds to it. You know, it's just another little nice layer on top. Uh, and I'm I'm really surprised, really, because Gorilla, I've never been their biggest fan. Mm. Of the you know I the Killzone games I could take or leave, uh, and and for them to just bring out a new game in a new genre in a new environment that they've never even attempted to do before and absolutely nail it is it's pretty impressive. It's pretty damn impressive. Uh, so yeah, that's helped me get over the whole lack of Zelda thing. Uh, because- it's curious that that mindset. Sorry to put in, just no, the, you know, the, the whole sort of like, oh, yeah, but Zelda's out now and it's better. And the implication that therefore Horizon is somehow like worthless. <laughs> and it's like, it's just a bit of surely, a like, you know, taunting so sort even of thing as well, isn't it? It's like, oh, get this, I've got it on the Switch. Do people yeah. really <laughs> think, I don't think people really think that though, do they? It's just, no. Probably you know. not, but there is a, there's a degree of smugness about it, isn't it? Yeah, well, I don't need that, I've got fucking Zelda. It's like, well, <laughs> you should, like, probably play both because they're both great and really like if you are going to play both and you know for argument's sake let's say zelda is the better game then play horizon first and then zelda because you know there's now a chance that when i do get around to playing horizon i'm, be, I'm just gonna be like yeah but it's not zelda is it and that's my loss um, you know well i yeah. i watched a bit of it being played Dave, and um i 
noticed that kind of even the smaller, there's some sort of like horrible sort of goat-like what robots. Yeah, robot the, what, the grazers, thing. I think they're called. Yeah, and they have like one sort of red, not an eye, but it's, they're like a big torch with legs. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, they're probably the oh, is it the one with the sort of longish you. necks? They look like um. Like gazelle sort of weird or lizard things that look up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're the, they're the watchers, right? And yeah, and they sort of and they have like a they can sort of do a flash grenade sort of effect on you by blasting you with their torch yeah, face. Yeah. Um, and those guys, I saw someone playing it, and they were just sort of they just sort of sort of started really. It was in the it was in the studio, and everyone's having a go. And they thought, oh, I'll just I'll just take this this little mob out, and then like a couple of them just took him down, and and she was dead, like like that. And and you sort of think, ah, right, you can't just kind of, like, fanny about a landscape doing what you want. You've got to really sort of pay attention when you see some enemies and think about, right, what's around me? How am I going to take these guys down? What have I got on me? You have to plan each time. It's not, like, nothing's that easy, even the sort of yeah, small it's encounters. Yeah, it's horrific. Just walking about in that in that world is terrifying because you you you're, like, it's weird. It, when you you play games like this, there's always, it feels more Far Cry than anything else. You know, in Far Cry, you can be like hiding behind a bush, trying to scope out an enemy base and, you know, highlight people. And then all of a sudden there's a bear eating <laughs> the back of your head. It feels more like that than it does most other um, mm. open world games where it's kind of like, okay, you're in enemy territory. Watch out. It's yeah. not like that. It just feels these things roam everywhere and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, if, the if they see you, they're your fuck. I wonder if that's the key to a better open world game these days is that you make make all those little encounters actually meaningful rather than like you get to point in a lot of open world games like that's why I got really bored by Infamous where your mm. your powers were just a bit too good and you were just and the guy was boring as fuck and he was just like I don't know surfing on a power line and and then he jumped down and you just fuck up a load of people in a crowd and like run about and no one was providing you any pause for thought or anything so you just sort of run 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 kill run 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 throw a car blow up and you think oh it's fun for a bit but it's not it's like, <laughs> this, just I, I like, this just sounds like you you think he's arrogant <laughs> <laughs> there he is surfing around the power line making it all look too easy fuck that guy <laughs> i mean you Fun can see yourself, like why you, it's, you can see why it's a you know a design challenge because obviously you want like you say, you want these encounters and stuff to be meaningful, but you also don't want it to be a pain in the ass. Like you want it to be convenient, but not so that you can, like you say, just fly around and be totally blasé about the world. You want people to have that connection with it and have to think about things yeah. but without it being annoying. It's like this constant sort of to and fro. And the, the other thing it's that interesting. is the giving you the the tools and making it a play, making it a playground, making it a sandbox. Yeah. Rather than just I go suppose, here. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah the, the trick is, yeah, it's sort of, it, you know, it is about you know not not allowing you to just fly everywhere, but making it so that it is enjoyable. Like the yeah. struggle is enjoyable rather than being a, a nuisance. Like if you yeah, consider and, the first and, Assassin's Creed, it was like that. That was why it was so shite. It was because <laughs> the climbing was like new, so you'd never seen it, and you thought, "Well, that's interesting." And the people, mm. all the people milling about, that's cool. They're very cool and everything. But then you go to each icon, and it was just either sit on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold circle behind someone for a bit or kill your target kill the bloke which you didn't have any choice how to do it either you just had to do it how the game told you and you think well that's not you know and that's why it was so shite was what i've seen as something like horizon is that 
you just you just get stuff and you're like, right, how am I going to do this? It's just tools and a playground and a problem, and they leave you to it. Yeah. Well, the the, the other thing is that you need to keep giving us new things to fight and new things to look at. And mm. with Horizon, you're constantly coming across new um, robot animals. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, although if I come across a like a watcher or a grazer or a, um, there's these sort of ball-like ones, I can I go right. I know what I'm fighting here. I know how many arrows it's going to take down. It's going to take me to take it down. Um, I know what I'm doing. I'm confident going into this fight. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, no, there's an alligator one. <laughs> like, what the fuck do I do with that? And all of a sudden, and there was one that was just like this big bird that was a, like full of electricity, and it just like just laid like an electric shit on my head, and I died instantly. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to learn how to take that down. So I'm constantly like having to change what I'm comfortable with to Ooh. take down new enemies, and that keeps things interesting. That 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 initial fear that you get at the start, or that you should get at the start of a game like this. Um, remains throughout because all of a sudden, you know, it's like, I know this game gets referenced way too often, but it is that Dark Souls thing where it's like you start off in an area in that game and you're bricking it, but then you learn that area and you feel confident with that area and you start to improve. But the moment you get to a new area, it's like, oh shit, I'm back here again where I don't know anything and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, And that keeps everything feeling so fresh and Horizon nails that. Um, I mean, I've put God knows how many hours into it now, and I am no like, I am not ready to put it down. I still want to crack on with it, uh, and that's yeah, that's tied that's that's helped tide things over this week because I've nearly broken a couple of times, and I can't see my marriage <laughs> lasting through that. Uh, so yeah, all I'm saying is look out for it. Good um, game. Two very quick questions on it. Can you yes. can you ride the bird? I have not ridden a bird yet. No, I haven't got the ability. I, you can upgrade your thing that overrides things. I would be very surprised if there's not flight in this game at some point. Okay. and I've not experienced it yet. When the, the little bit that I saw being played, we discovered that you can sh- the, the watchers have a tank on their back as like a weak, like a weak point sort of thing. Yeah, and you can shoot it off, and then that's got loads of like materials in it. Yeah, can you? Is there like a like a weird like non-lethal take the bit you need off the robot and leave it sort of thing for all of them, or is that just N- no? Because you, <clears throat> well, I guess yeah. I mean, the, what what you're describing there, right, is that the, the one of the ways you can take down um, some of these things is by, uh, yeah, either picking off armour, or you can, you, if you use your spear, their bits go flying everywhere. Um, and I guess that's one way of getting something you need without killing the animal, mm. right, or the animal machine. Um, I mean, is this your hippie side coming out? Because they are literally robots, <laughs> it don't matter. Just, just thought it'd be just an interesting, uh, if you could play it that way, you know? Why would you want to be non-lethal to killing, like, robots? Come on, mate, they're metal and bits of the jesus well, well someone needs to play lot. near automata yeah i was gonna <laughs> say 
Burp. <laughs> I don't know. I hate to be you if you press too hard on your calculator or whatever, and the little rubber thing sticks inside the calculator bit. You're like, no, quick, get the spade. I'm so sorry. Ceremony. <laughs> um, no, he's, uh, what I just assumed that was is that if you do go in um, with your spear and bash the shit up, it just makes collecting all the bits a little bit more of a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, don't do that. Just shoot them in the tank. <laughs> get them down. Get them killed. Yeah, no, there's an armor system, basically. So I think it's more about picking off armor and uh, and making it easier to kill them. Um, right. What I did find out, though, that I didn't know last week, is that they get injured. That's weird for a robot animal. Yes. They, like, if you get their health low enough, they're limping about and stuff. It's hmm. uh, That was really cool the first time I saw that, because I was like, ah. Oh. Nah, it's wires. We're all right. <laughs> In a moment, you know moment I mean? of guilt. Good. I would like to know how they're powered, though. Why are the rabbits in it anyway? That you can just sort of shoot in the mouth. Well, there's animals. There's normal animals in it, and um, a lot of that is for crafting stuff. So you'll need raw meat and um, skins and stuff to craft stuff. So you could go hunting. But then, then there was like, I did a side mission not too long ago where someone needed a bunch of boar skins, but, you know, so it was like, okay, go hunting for boars. But then the only place that I could find with loads of um, uh, boars were uh, right next to these huge fucking robots that would kick the shit out of me. So it was like the game leading me to these new... Uh, new robots that I'd not seen before and all of a sudden I'm in a huge battle when I just thought I was going on for a bit of hunting you know what I mean mm. um, remember yeah, Dave remember Dave always wash your ball skin is that, is that a joke about um, uncircumcised penises it, it is yes Grah. tremendous this jam is the next game that I've played. It's uh, it's a fucking joke or how much that game looks like Rocket League when you load it up and it goes <laughs> to the menu and it's got the same menu. Um, but a few games in, it's so clearly not the Rocket League that uh, I, I was a little bit mm-hmm. disappointed by this. It feels so. I right. So so this is like a, a modern day take on Wind Jammers, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Gary, I've, I've managed to get you on side as well. Indeed, I have. Um, what was Wind Jammers and, on, Sean? And then some. Uh, it's an old arcade game. Was it? <clears throat> I would want to say CPS. Right. Did it come out on Neo Geo? Gary, or was it Neo Geo? I don't, I don't know. I'm just. I'm not sure. I'll just list the two old arcades that I know of. It's <laughs> one of those. Um, and Wind Jammers is just a really cool game because it's kind of. You know, it's a game where you lob in a fucking frisbee at each other, but you're trying to smash it in the net behind them. Um, but there's there's loads to it. Like, you know, you basically you start thinking of it like in terms of like a fighting game, and that you're always thinking about spacing and like sort of weird like different abilities you have, and um, it's it's proper fucking good. And because it looked like no one was doing a new version of it, there's a couple um of of sort of modern takes on it sort of doing the rounds i think this is the one to act- the first one to actually be like officially released i think the others are still like early access and stuff the main thing that's put me off this is the perspective of the camera because windjammers has always played like totally top down whereas this is kind of it's not over the shoulder is it but it's it's on one side of the court <clears throat> Yeah, looking at the other side, like you know, like looking yeah. like across at the other side of the court, and surely that's just shit in terms of depth perception, or is it? Is it no? Or is it all right? I've not played it yet. Yeah, so. it's not too bad with that stuff. There are moments where mm. I'm just kind of like, 
oh, I thought I was in front of that then, but I'm not. Mm. Um, yeah. I think it makes up for that with all the sliding and stuff. I, I realise that sliding mm. is a lot more important than I initially thought in that game, and that actually yeah. it can make up for the fact that you're a little bit off. Um, I just find it really uh, like it's slower than I thought it would be. Um, and okay. what, the one thing that Rocket League's got that this certainly hasn't is that there are bits in that where, like, it blows my mind. Like, how did that person do that? How did that person score that goal? How did mm. that person save that shot from going in the back of the net? Um, whereas this, it's kind of like, oh, he threw that at that angle and it went past him. It's it's less impressive when it's, <laughs> you're seeing, like, every time you play Rocket League, there's there's a good chance that over the course of at least three games, you will personally do something really cool. And whether that's stop a shot or, you know, a bicycle kick it away from uh, the goal line or bash it, bash it in from your own half, whatever. There'll be something there that you kind of think, oh shit, that was really cool. Um, and I've played quite, you know, a few games of this jam and it's kind of like, uh, I'm winning and I'm doing all right, but I don't feel cool doing it. So mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not having as much fun as I want to be to like, I'm not having enough fun to keep me coming back. So it's just kind of, yeah, it felt a bit flat. Um, yeah. No, that's a shame. I mean, I'd be interested, to, like, we'll have to get you playing Windjammers at some point in the original, because it is getting a PSN release this year, apparently. I don't know when. I, when they announced it at the, you know, PlayStation Experience last year, so I think everyone assumed it was basically going to happen very soon because it's just an old game. Um, so I don't know if this means they're, like, adding proper online support and stuff. I hope they are. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean, like, it sounds like, you know, the original coming back is just going to completely fuck all these yeah. remakes. Which is, <laughs> this jam, I mean, it's kind of sad, but... Yeah. Windjammers is just absolutely dynamite, and yeah, it just yeah. sounds... I, I heard I heard about there's an interview with the Disc Jam lads, and they said, how did you, uh, you know, come up with the idea? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, what we, Why would you ask them that? Or, or, or maybe it wasn't that direct, but it was, what's, what's your inspiration, you know? And they were like... Well, we were looking at Pong, and uh, and I thought, Bullshit. come on, lads, Bullshit. come on, lads. <laughs> what am I missing here? I don't know enough about this game to get this. Uh, well, no, it's just they, they are literally copying Windjammers. It is a direct oh, copy oh, right. of Windjammers. Oh, right, I see. <laughs> I thought you were talking to the, um, right, gotcha. But you're talking to the original devs rather than the, uh, the right. Disc Jam. Yeah. Oh, no, no, the Disc Jam. And they, they sort of went, well, we looked at Pong and thought, why don't we bring it, you know, to the 21st century? <laughs> Yeah, Come on, on, that is ball face. Fucking well, that's it. One of the problems is is that you've got to catch the disc and then throw it, and you get bonuses for um, uh, like for if you throw it straight away, like if you time it right and you, you just mm -hmm. dash the disc, you get like it. It sort of makes it throw faster. hard, like faster, right? It's literally yeah, that's, that's in wind jam. Nearly right? everything yeah. is in wind jam. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, but for me, like it just feels so stilted, and like it kind of slows the flow of the thing down. Like when you're playing mm -hmm. a tennis game, it is kind of like really tense because it's like, holy shit, here we go! Oh my god, it's not stopping, you know. And 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 the the game, the match is kind of building. On this, it just kind of feels like, oh, we've stopped, and we're going to throw it again, and we're going to start. It just didn't have the same action feel to what you were doing and i don't know it just uh yeah i know I, I i i mean i've not played it for long enough but at the same time i don't feel like playing it for much longer uh yeah. which is a shame no, that's fair. um okay uh the voice 
uh, is a television show that is on ITV, uh, which means that I have to sit there and watch The Voice, or alternatively, load up my Steam account on my Mac and see if anything runs yet. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I played the Stanley Parable for the first time. Yes. Huh. It's okay. Are you, you're probably going to say you hate it now. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, uh, I, really, no, I, I really enjoyed it, but I, um, it was weird. But I suppose it was because I was just playing it in this small time frame and I knew that I couldn't play it for too much longer. I, can, I got two endings and then mm-hmm. just read a flowchart. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of fair enough. There's like there's a, there's a couple of endings that I you know I think you really should experience like through playing it. Which by, ones? Yeah. Uh, the one where it's uh, I I've, it's been years since I played it, so I'm, I'm memories. Well, of I'll it tell you the sketchy, two that but... I that I done. Um, okay, yeah. I, I did the the confusion ending where he has a complete mm-hmm. breakdown and chucks himself out the window. Yeah, um, and I did the ending where no, no, sorry, that was the insane ending. The insane ending mm-hmm. I done where he just like goes nuts, like the guy just starts like reening off shits of like long dialogues of just about how like space and time is fucked and what what are we who are you and like and then and yeah stanley kills himself um yeah. the other one i did was the long one the confusion ending where uh he keeps restarting the game and then the yeah. adventure line shows up i'm pretty sure that that's probably the most common first like ending people get it must be mm. because yeah. it, like first of all the first thing I did was ignore him which way to go either side. Like there was a left door and a right door. He said, Stanley goes through the left. And I instantly went to the right. And yeah. then, oh, Stanley went back up the stairs and instantly went down in the elevator. I thought that was yeah. so well done. It felt really good and it was very funny. Um, but yeah, so, James, have you heard of this game, right? I've heard of it, but I've not, I've not actually played it. Do is, you not know is this another, what it's about? Is it another, it's not another Chinese room game, is it? Or is it? No, I'm not thinking of another one. It's the guy that made. Um, although this came after, it's the guy that made. Uh, do you know the beginners' guide? Is it the beginners' guide? It's called. Yes. Um, I think I enjoyed the beginners' guide more than this, and I wasn't. Oh, that's interesting. Insanely hot in on the beginners' guide, <laughs> and I didn't hate this either. I thought they were yeah. very worth, like, very. Was, I, you should play them. Like, it's the sort of game that I'd like to sit my brother down and just say, because he's not massively into games and he knows nothing of, like, the indie scene and the interesting mm-hmm. stuff that they do with games. Um, I'd like to sit him down and say, just see what you do on this and then <coughs> show him what else can happen if you just, like, ignore him or follow his orders and stuff. Um, but, yeah, interesting. And If you haven't played it, probably just give it a go. Like, I think I picked it up for about three pound for the two of them on steam not too mm-hmm. long ago is it um, so it's worth is it another one of those sorts of like it's not like a walking simulator kind of thing is it like, yeah it, it is it, it, it kind of well. but there's more to it than that <clears throat> so the, the, yeah. you start off and you play a guy called stanley who's working in an office shit job uh and he looks up and he's got nothing to do on his computer and he looks around and there's no other people in the office and you have to go and work out um uh, what's happened but the hook james is that there's a narrator throughout oh, okay. and he reacts to everything you do basically um and everything you do has a new sort of 
story so like it changes the story completely so you can so the trick is like the narrator but like like dave says you know you it's like okay so stanley got up from his desk and you get up and he's like stanley walked out into the office and then you do because you have no choice like that's the only thing to do and then you get into this room where there's two doors in front of you and then it goes stanley walked through the left door and then you're like ah, i don't have to do that like <laughs> so what what does it mean when the narrator's just told me what i'm about to do but then i do something different and then it all like like you know then it all just sort of forks off in all these different directions yeah so like, in, like in my first playthrough i didn't follow his command and he was saying mm-hmm. oh stanley actually decided that it was a better idea to go down the hallway <laughs> to the right and then i was ignoring him and then and then all of a sudden i found this room which incidentally turned out to be something that you're supposed to see at the end of the game. And uh, he was going, oh, this is a spoiler. I'm going to have to restart the game now. And then you start back at the beginning. (laughs) And then, like, and then, but then that, because I've taken that path, that set me off into a whole different direction of the game that obviously you'd never see unless you followed that path at the start, you know. It's interesting. It does sound very good. good. I would like to see more of it. Like, I'd love to see a Stanley Parable 2 where they, you know, have a bit of a bet hopefully a better budget and more time and 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 do something even more interesting with that sort of concept of fucking around with a narrator uh throughout <laughs> well because the the developers split in two didn't they so there's i forget the names i know one of them one of them is william Pugh. i think he's the one who went on to do the beginner's guide yeah, i might be did, wrong yeah. yeah and then there was also uh dr langskov and the thingy diamond um which is, if you don't know if you played that, that's free, and that's got Simon Amstel in it, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, um, I've heard of that, actually. I think you might have told me about that. Probably, yeah. That's that's pretty good fun. Similar ideas to Stanley Parable, but, it, yeah, really smart. Um, and cool. short and free. So um, The other game, the final game we've been playing, and I've got to talk about it because uh, this game comes out when the embargo gets lift for uh, Future Unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I wrote my review, and you probably already know that it's like a massively glowing review. Uh, that game sort of really affected me in a big way. Um, mm-hmm. But there's always something at the back of your head when you're playing a game that no one's really played. I've mentioned it on the show before that you just freak out and think, am I the only one? Am I going to look fucking insane when it finally comes out? <laughs> um, so I thought to myself, well, I've got half an hour. I'm going to go back in. Um, and that was helped by the fact that uh, one of the developers told me something that blew my mind. Um, and he told me on Twitter, so I hope he doesn't mind me saying it on here. So it's just like a kind of a open thing. I don't think they're trying to hide it. When you first play that game, you don't get the whole game to play. Um, the game is completely split up and leaves bits out so that if you go back in, <laughs> maybe you'll see stuff that you haven't seen in your first playthrough. In fact, it's likely that you've... And that explains why me and Matt were chatting to each other and going, what did you think of this bit? What? Where's that? <laughs> it's hmm. here, because that bit wasn't in my game. Um, so I went back in and instantly saw about eight or nine things that I'd not seen in my whole full playthrough and was like, oh my God, I'm getting sucked, sucked back into this thing again. And all those feelings all came back and I just thought, nope, I'm very, very happy that I've given the score, given it the score that I have. And I'm only being coy about this because this podcast technically comes out before um, my review goes live. But uh, if you go to, if you're listening to this Wednesday evening or you know anything after that then go to spong.com and re- read my review because that that game honestly i, I properly questioning myself last week when i was writing a review 
going back into it for a good half an hour to an hour has just cemented it. There was bits in it. I like, um, so you discover like special animals that roll off lines of text that don't really make much sense. Um, and you see them throughout the game and you try to piece, uh, piece, uh, what they're saying together and try and make any sense of it. There's no real sense to it, but, uh, there are sort of subtle hints of things. that's like foreshadowing stuff. Um, one of in in my playthrough, my second playthrough, when I went back in, one of them said what they had to say, and then something that I'd not seen before said, "I remember, I'm friendly. Take me with you." And then that animal turned into a normal rabbit, and I was like, "Holy fuck, that didn't happen before!" So I tamed the rabbit, and it started following me about. The problem is, I got caught up in a windstorm, and I lost it. And I was absolutely gutted because I know that if I was to take that rabbit somewhere and do something, it would have unlocked a new secret. And that would have been amazing. <laughs> but unfortunately, I walked into a fucking windstorm and lost the bastard. <laughs> uh, That's quite cool in itself as well, doesn't it? A little story of your own making you feel I, that gutted as well, thinking, oh. Th th there are plenty like that. I, I, I'm, remind hmm. me to tell you something afterwards because okay. there's, uh, yeah, there's loads of shit like that in this game where you've I'll just made this thing you gotta play it i mean yeah. it's I, I it's so hard to it's such a hard sell at the moment you know you've got zelda out there you've got horizon you've got mass effect coming out next week these huge games that that are all as you know um near, near it is near right yeah yeah, yeah i mean there's all these games that are coming out that everyone's going this is incredible um and this but this is another one. This is another one that <laughs> if you want to play something that isn't this huge AAA game that I'm not saying those games are, are bad in for being AAA games because mm, that's, that's bullshit. But what I'm saying, you've got all these huge games and then there's this indie game that I think holds up against the, that sort of initial indie burst of games you know like the, your braid and um mm. super meat boys and stuff like that these games that really sort of just felt like pure quality and really original that have come out of nowhere this is one of them and i think it holds holds up with them certainly for me anyway i mean if you do go and read my review it's very very personal and a lot of what i'm saying is not the graphics are good and the gameplay is good <laughs> what i'm trying to say is this game fucking hit me like the the last ten minutes of that game, I sat just properly emotional, like you know, res area X levels, you know that that sort of mm -hmm. thing. I was like, whoa, <laughs> and that doesn't happen too often. And I said that it, what what I say in the review is that there are I'm one of these people that has to play the next game, right? I I don't repeat play games. There's no point in dwelling over games. I, I move on to the next thing. And every now and then there's a game that comes along that goes, this is special. This is really good. And you play it and you finish it and you think, yeah, that was great. Then there's this sort of next tier thing where you play a game and you, you instantly know, I'm going to be thinking about this game for years. Like this is going to stick with me for a long time. And there, mm. there ain't many games in that sort of uh, league for me. And this is fucking one of them because I, I, I don't know if a lot of that is because I didn't know much going in. I like that the game sort of come out of nowhere or whatever, but I just know that for a long, long time, I'm going to be referring to this game as this sort of one of those special ones that, 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 that are even better than, you know, the games that, that 
I've really enjoyed recently. You know, like Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is a fucking great game, and I love it. But this one is the sort of game that I'm going to be referring to for years and years and years. Um, and, you know, I can only tell you what, how it affected me, and that's how it affected me. So I hope, mm-hmm. I'm just hoping it 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 um it hits home with as like a lot more people uh, because I want to talk to them about it. You know, that's, that's the mm. main thing. I just want to find someone that's completed it and just like, just talk at them for a bit. Cause it's like, fuck, <laughs> this is what I think this is. This is what I think that is. What do you think about this? Matt's got some really interesting theories as well. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's why I want people to play it. But yeah, so that, that'll be, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be out to go and get it on steam. No, I'm looking no. forward to seeing the reviews. So am I. Cause... I'm really curious. I'm really interested to see if uh, how people reacted to it. Because I, I have spoken to someone else who's reviewing it, mm-hmm. and I'm not convinced they're going to be as crazy as I am. But <laughs> I've also spoken to, spoken to some other people that have played it, and I don't think I'm going to be alone, put it that way. I, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's... Uh, I'd be surprised if it don't get, doesn't get a good, really good reception. Uh, yeah. yeah, get that one. It's coming out to PS4 at the end of the year as well. So, you know what I mean? Um, end of the year? Is that how long the... That's a shame. I, just, I, well, I, be... I don't know if it's end of the year. I just heard it was later okay. in the year. Uh, uh, okay. So yeah, I, I was planning to PS4 be. it, but... Hmm. Okay. Right, okay. Um, Should we go Sean? I've just been playing fucking Zelda, mate. I've been useless. How are you getting um, on? Uh, uh, it's very good. It's a very good game. <laughs> I've heard. Um... Uh, I, mean, I don't know if I have a huge amount to add uh, from last time. It is just, it just doesn't end, but in the best way possible. I don't want it to ever. I, <laughs> yeah, I've got the, like it's just. Sorry, John. It's just been so cool that like, I know people are complaining about spoilers on Twitter, but to me, like, there's just so much to discover and so much of it I would never have found myself that. It feels like chatting about it in the playground with your mates, and like every day, every, people's like, "Oh, have you seen this? Have you done this? Have you been there? Have you done that? Have you? Did you know you could do this?" And it, it's just this constant, like this constantly unfolding thing. Um, that's the just, one thing that that I'm a little bit gutted about. I was a bit like Dave with the, mm. the switch, kind of you getting yourself yeah. through the. Oh, I could just buy one if I just buy it, and then just it doesn't matter, and then maybe I'll sell something. That sort of initial week of like. Jitters, yeah. um, but like the one thing that I do feel like think, oh, it's a little bit gutting is that everyone's in that kind of Dark Souls simultaneous discovery period right now. So yeah. everyone's fine. Oh, look at this little, tiny little thing I found. Like there's one, the one you posted that someone put on Twitter the earlier today. Oh, the turning the wrecked guardians upside down and. Yeah, getting stuff out like, of them. Yeah. And like materials <laughs> fall out of them because you have. Is it like a spell you can that you can move rocks like a kinetic? There's basically yeah. There's these um, there's these guardians kicking about, and there's there's ones that are still alive and they're a fucking nightmare. But there's like dead ones hanging around, and you can sort of you can go up to them and you, you press your gather button and you'll get like a a screw or like a spring or a, a shitty piece mm. like that. And basically, yeah, someone's figured out that if, yeah, you use your magnet ability to pick up a heavy object bash it against the dead guardian and they like they roll over and loads of like more shit spills out of them um i had no idea you could do that that's brilliant yeah (laughs) and that just a detail Um, like that just makes me go that i can that's really indicative of what 
kind of thoughts gone into that game. It, make, it makes me think, yeah. oh, I sort of wish I was playing it along with everyone else, actually. But yeah. <laughs> there's, there's like, I've seen one, I've seen one thing that I was fully like, even though other people will have done it, like it felt like a very personal experience, mm. and I would not, I would not tell, I would not, you know, I wouldn't tell anyone about it because I, yeah. I would want people to have that for themselves and for them to also feel like they're the only one it's happened to, even though they know it isn't. Um, um, like the the story, like it's not, like it's not an amazing story, but I do like the angle they've taken with it, like. Again, I won't go into detail, but James, you, have you done a lot of the the flashbacks? Yeah, I've done quite a few of them. I've done ha, yeah. how many of the like, the main dungeons, as it were, have you done? Uh, just the one. Which one did you do? Oh, the elephant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good, isn't it? So good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great because the. I mean, this isn't a spoiler. The dungeons are these these huge creatures, and they're introduced like straight away. These four divine beasts that. Uh, was supposed to be used to defeat Ganon, and then he just sort of took him over and made him evil. So, not not a great success, to be honest. Um, but the, yeah, they're your dungeons, and it's like you remember when Shadow of the Colossus came out, mm. and everyone sort of went, "Oh, they're like like an inverted Zelda dungeon." In the you know, it's like a puzzle, but it's like a walking puzzle that you have to climb around and figure out, and rather than going inside it, it's like they heard that and went, "Well, we'll do giant monsters that you have to crawl inside and outside, oh. and it'll be better." So fuck off. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah it's so See, good. And also, oh, the thing that I ridiculous. the thing I really like about those like dungeons as well is that because they've, I mean, obviously they've they've kind of copied what they did with Link Between Worlds, you know, whereby you can mm-hmm. approach anything at any level, right? Yes. Really. Yeah. So that means yeah. that those dungeons, like when you when you're sort of going into them, I felt very comfortable with sort of the level of difficulty, like because you're just thinking, yeah. I know that the next one that I'm going to do with these isn't going to really piss me off, you know, because it's mm-hmm. going to be probably about the same kind of like difficulty, and it's it, but it's just really interesting, you know, to try and like figure out, but it's not yeah. really irritating, and uh, you know, there's not going to be like another water temple, you know, kind of thing situation yeah. going on. <laughs> it's yeah, I like that. The shrines have been consistently brilliant yeah. as well. Like they sort Sorry, of they vary. Just in, my in... Amazon order confirmation come through. I thought you were yours. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> what, what, what are you getting? What are you getting? What are you getting? Uh, switch. Um... Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> um... <laughs> um, yeah, the, the shrines of like they sort of vary in length now quite a lot. I find like a, a lot of the, the initial ones I did were like here is one puzzle. Well done, you did it. Yeah, have a spirit orb. Whereas some of them are, are taking me like a good sort of you know 15 20 minutes like there's there's very distinct stages to them um but it's cool they're, they're just really like each one is just a, a cool little exploration of like like it, it's interesting because you know like you say you have all your powers from from the start which and you know and people might be like well that's not a zelda game you're supposed to get an item and then the next you know the dungeon is all about that item and i sort of get that because you know it meant like each dungeon was like really characterized by one particular ability Whereas this, you sort of, you come into these shrines and you're like, if it wasn't for the fact that you already had all the powers, you would, you, like, you'd look at a lot of them and you're just like, oh, I'm, I need like another ability or something. I don't think I can do anything yeah. here. But that, that's, and, that's but, what's brilliant about it though, isn't it? Because it's like you, you go yeah. in and you're just like, I've got what I need to f- figure this out. And that's, you know, and it's, I really like the way that they sort of do that rather than... Yeah, it's like, I, I have got the tools. There's no way I have, they, they get no point are you underprepared and yet, it is still challenging, you know? It's it's never easy, but it doesn't fuck you over either. Mm-hmm. That sounds better um, because then like the part of the puzzle is working out which power up this 
that dungeon's exactly. characterized like, by. And, so know, it's still characterized by a power-up or, two, or, I don't know, maybe is it more than one yeah. in some of them, but then that's like, that almost gives it more character because you think, all oh, right, so this is the dungeon. Now I've discovered this is the dungeon that uses that and that. Or... Yeah, and they, and, you know, and they do <clears> let <throat> you break them a little bit sometimes yeah. mm. but in a way that you know you still feel smart for doing it you don't feel like you've cheated you're like well i'm pretty sure that's not how i was supposed to do it but it's fucking worked so i'll take it that's um, cool and and yeah and it, it's, it's so good um <laughs> do, you, do you but yeah like the the the, the story is like because initially you know so it's no secret now you you know link wakes up and it's you know 100 years after it's no Ganon secret because you said it on the podcast last week, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, as you've already had spoiled for you by me. Um, but yeah, it, it, you go around finding these little flashbacks and they just really nicely paint the picture of like, like, yeah, you fucked up. Like, you lost 100 years ago and it's shit. <laughs> and it's just a, like a really cool direction for us. Like, it's not like relentlessly miserable, but it is just like, you know, you you know, Obviously, you're working towards fighting the final boss in the game. And because it's a video game, like, well, obviously, it'll give me all the tools to do it and I'll be able to do it and it'll be great. But when you're having this thing pushed on you, it's like, no, you already tried and you failed. It's suddenly it doesn't feel like such a a guaranteed thing anymore that you'll be able to just go and do the final boss and win. Hmm. It's good. This game, it just sounds so good. I like I will get there. I'll get it. I'll I do feel a bit sick. But, um, but yeah, no, tell me about just it. Just get the Wii U version, it's fun. Are there any? No, because no, I, I want to play on Switch. When I get a Switch, I want a game like that to just fucking yeah. lose myself in. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah I It has been amazing, like, you know, news wanting to watch TV or whatever. And it's not, like, it's not something we ever argue about. Like, she, you know, she's got an iPad. So if I really want the TV, then she'll just watch stuff on the iPad or whatever. And, but yeah, like I, I don't feel like just playing it on the Switch. I don't feel like I'm having a a diminished experience in any way. It's just yeah, no. Like, I, I, I am quite happy to just play it on the handheld. She's like, oh, are you sure you don't want the TV? I was like, nope, I'm, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but I'm fine. you could have done that on the Wii U, though, Sean. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't look as good, does it, on the Wii U? Very true. Is it a quick? Thing. Is there, are there any old nods to older Zelda games? Yeah. There's, I have seen. Uh, go on, sorry. Well, there's the. I mean, the stuff on the map, like all the stuff, is named after, like. Are earlier characters have you noticed yeah i mean and there are like returning characters that you know like beetles yeah. in there and stuff um is, hang on there has, was one has tingle being confirmed i've i've seen a tingle island <laughs> but it's spelled it's spelled el not le so i don't know if that i need to get there and, and find out um there was one cut scene it was one of these little flashbacks that did like a series of very pointed references to previous Zelda games, but haven't they've said like it doesn't fit into that bullshit timeline at all? Does it? Apparently, I don't know. No, which, which is absolutely fine I, because I've never really appreciated. I that, don't know because be when I when I was because I just did one of the other dungeons and in mm-hmm. the sort of the story stuff that came after, they mentioned stuff from before that have happened in other games. Okay. So. Right. Yeah, I wonder yeah. whether I don't know how how much they're they're going with that, but we'll uh, we'll discuss that off air. Yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> also, yeah. can <laughs> you just go fishing for a bit, like you could in Ocarina of Time? Uh, oh, there's not. Is there actual fishing? Fishing? I've just been diving in the water and grabbing yeah. them, which I don't think is how you meant to do it. <laughs> I know Andy just chucks bombs into lakes and then sets them off and then just. <laughs> grabs them when they're all dead. Two very valid um, northern fishing methods there, good lads. Yeah. <laughs> You're um, yeah, just grabbing with me fucking. So teeth, we do it mate. up there. Yeah. 
Oh, damn. Sean goes to Waitrose. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. You're making it sound bad again now. Lack of fishing, man's no good. No, yeah, um, no fishing. You've got to get all over that fishing. Get that man's hat. <laughs> I know I reference that all the time, but God damn, that was one of my favourite gaming moments. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Uh, that's that's all you've got on your list there, Sean. Yeah, that is. I literally just played this all week. Uh, Gary, your turn to shine. Hello. Um, I've been playing some of that near automata, automata, automata. Oh yeah. How many times have you fucking completed it? Because apparently just you once, got mate, completely just a once. lot. Um, <laughs> I've been. <clears throat> it's what's funny is we're all sort of at different stages. Our little group, what are playing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as, as to start the second playthrough, had that moment of the oh my god, okay, they've <laughs> they've done crazy things, um, and just the just the excitement and the intrigue to see, you know, how different it is and what they do with to mess with your expectations. And I know mm. that I can't remember who it is, but someone's gone to play through three now, and I know you have Sean, but someone else just got there as well that we know. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, and they just went. Was it Chris Spann, actually? Uh, it was Joe, okay. I think, was the most recent Just one. Just checking it wasn't Chris Spann on Playthrough 3. Because <laughs> okay. you know how upset he gets <laughs> when I forget off. about him, so he, yeah. <laughs> which happens frequently. Um, no, it was Joe, wasn't it? And he just went, oh, my God, Playthrough 3. So he's ahead of me now, which is, and, and something's happened. So now it's just mm-hmm. set up these layers of intrigue, and I was like, I need to get to Playthrough 3 now. I need to get there. I need to know what happens. Um, yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's fantastic. I've I've just seen a bit of concept art that I've just been staring mm-hmm. at for a second, and I think I know I'll have to talk to Sean afterwards <laughs> what I what happens in playthrough three. In fact I'm almost yeah. certain I'm almost certain what the reveal is. I'll be honest with you, I, I bet you don't. <laughs> I Do bet you think? you think you know but people are gonna laugh it. at you. And then I'll be even more surprised I'll be even happier if I'm, i haven't got it, if I get there and go, ah, but oh shit, it's not um it's I think Bruce Willis is this kid's dad. I think I've got it, guys. We're gonna find out. It's his dad. Oh, they were, they were, they were dead. They were all dead. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but it's a, it's such a smasher. Like it's an absolute smasher. Um, the fact that you can, the the way they've used those chips in the androids to sort of be your your stats and the way of like. Um, customizing your character. It just feels like um, Materia from Final Fantasy VII, but, mm. you know, in an android. And it, it makes all you know all kinds of sense. And the way that you have this kind of space on the motherboard and you can move the, move the chips about and sort of squeeze them in and, and make space for another one and think, well, I'm going to have that, that, and that. And the way they keep that blend between that and the fact that it's a platinum fighting game not fighting game, you know a combat based platinum game brawler a brawler and the fact that you sort of you have to well you don't have to but you should pay attention to both of those things right remember it's still an rpg and do a little bit of fiddling and you get some surprising results in there um you think oh god actually that's that's a really cool setup and i can do that and have that with that uh, and then there's still like fun combat to be getting on with with your new little setup. It's it's got lovely, yeah. It's just got cool customization there. And yeah, the fact that you start that it's it's really fun the first time through. 
Um, all there's lots of little side quests that I think I did more of than Sean did in the first his first run, mm-hmm. and all of them are just really nice and uh, leave you with little stories and uh, stories you're glad you saw and things that feed back into the world. And sometimes the stories that the side quests actually give you like massive bits of information about the main quests that you're going through that you wouldn't have found out hadn't you done them which is kind of cool and you don't have to do them um but yeah and then you hit that second playthrough and you think ah okay this is yeah this is special as you were saying about what is it stories unfolded future, future unfolded. unfolded i was thinking of stories untold the other one that's that horror one um <laughs> future unfolded it has you do just go okay now I'm, I'm fully in now i can see what's wh- where this is going and now i know that mm-hmm. i've got to keep playing this. um <laughs> what is really smart is um i've discovered this this kind of uh, and that's it's coming up again dark souls it's got a dark souls feeling of discovery to um some of the mechanics in the game so i'm in the second run through now and i've gone into my uh chips my chip set and had a look at what i've got and 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 gone to the shop and you get you've got a few new ones and having a little browse and it's and i've been rewarded for looking at that stuff because through an item description uh i've seen that oh i didn't know that i my character could do that and it's it it's just it's almost like a throwaway, you know, without trying to trying to talk around it without spoiling it. It's like, oh, this chip lets you da 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 when you do this, and and it's like, what do you mean when I do that? I can do that, and 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 you wouldn't notice it unless you bothered to go in and have a little mess around with your stuff. So I it's, can hit a button to I attack. Can... <laughs> Why is <laughs> when does this? It's just so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that's that feels very Dark Souls in the spirit of it, in the sense that it's there for you if you if you bother to have a little look, you can find out some interesting stuff, and it reveals it to you without having to like put it straight in your face and say, "Hey, look, do this with this character, and you can you know do this cool thing." So I really like that actually. It makes and it makes me realize that the more you sort of dig and mess about and tinker, the more things you find. Um, aside from all the there's all these endings uh, that you can get A to Z. There's an ending for every letter of the alphabet, mm-hmm. um, and some of them, like most of which are basically jokes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like in a good way, though, because you wouldn't want to have to yeah. finish it like 24 times. Some of them are broad yeah. ones, but some of them are like, oh, I wonder if I do this here, that will get, and then you usually get an ending if you can sort of work it out. So it's almost like a little meta game within it if you if you're interested in mm. it to find all these other sort of cute either funny or interesting little endings that are all there that are to do with like trying to think outside the box a little bit and you're reward rewarded mm. for yeah breaking that sort of be it breaking the fourth wall or whatever um yeah but it is a hard game to talk about without spoiling all the fun little things but yeah when, once you hit that mm. second playthrough things crop up from the first that you go, oh, I didn't even realise that was, you know, significant. And and that, it's really neat like that. It just layers it on beautifully. So really enjoying yeah. that. It's it's yeah. It's ugh. just like it's so hard to convey to people. You know, when you, when you say like, oh, it's, you know, it's really clever because you have to play it through like multiple times to understand everything. And But then you want to be like, but I normally hate that. 
but <laughs> but in this it's actually done in a really accessible and interesting yes, way. Yes, you won't be the best way to put it is you won't be bored doing a subsequent playthroughs for yeah, absolutely. For, big, for like very it, big reasons. It's always, like it's presenting new possibilities through that rather than it just being like, oh, I've got to do it again, but a few things will be different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot yeah. is different at each turn. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So now I'm just, my, my brain is itching because I just want to friggin' <laughs> get on to play through three because everyone's, people are there and are losing their minds over that one. So it's just fucking, yeah. it's like, it's like what, just like when Lost came out and then someone has seen the, <laughs> episode before you and you're like what happens in the next fucking episode yeah, the, the story makes about the same amount of yeah. sense as well but um, <laughs> but yeah that's there's a lot of the old it's funny because the story is is weird and daft and you know nutty and a little bit anime which usually puts me off yeah. um but uh <laughs> And 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 the and the themes are really uh, broad strokes that you've heard before. It's like, what is it to be a human? And because these <laughs> these androids, they their bodies are just the the all their everything they do is put into memory like a computer. And <laughs> and then if they upload their computer brain before they get blown up, they can they just like up to the mothership in the in space. They can shove all that stuff into a new. Uh, casing a new android body and you're basically the same person you've just got because you've kept all your memories and stuff and it and it toys with that a bit and um mm. so but it's it's done well you know and, the, and it's all about the machines and whether they're mindless or not or whether they've got feelings and are some of them sort of simulating what feelings are and some of them sort of discovered feelings and it's actually quite it's quite a lot of that, and that starts to make you feel quite bad when you start beating the shit out of them. <laughs> well, because it sort of uses, <laughs> yeah, like so these enemies that so confusingly, you play as an android that looks like a person, and there's androids, and then there's the machines, which are like really obviously like stupid robots. Um, but yeah, they're like sort of developing signs of consciousness and and sort of trying to be human, and they sort of use that to sort of discuss or show like really horrific things that people <laughs> might do yeah um but without it being real people so it's okay because they're just funny little tin robots yeah <laughs> and it's it's like there's things in, in that game that would be like unbelievably disturbing if they were people but they're just like robots that think they're people well, yeah and it's kind of like how how disturbing is that still and the answer is quite but you can get away with it without being rated 18 like you could argue it's got like if if you were maybe giving it a tiny bit i don't know a bit of leeway a bit of benefit of the doubt but there's almost like a genocide vibe to it because it's like dehumanizing these things and you're killing them in huge numbers but they don't really they're not like people so yeah they're just machines yeah so there's lots of that it's (laughs) it's there's a lot to it it looks like a daft little anime slash about and yes it doesn't help that the main character's basically in a latex French maid's outfit. <laughs> you know, that's the bit where you go, eh, and that's the bit where the wife comes in and you go, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, we all know that you turn around and go, get you, what you get in that? Why don't you get one of those outfits? Yeah, go on. Go on, go on. Go on, go on. Go on, go on. Go on, Frank went. Frank went. Oh fuck's sake! And I went. Yeah, I know. And that that was kind well, of. Have it. you seen the the interview with Yoko Taro where he? Well, it wasn't an interview. I think it was a. He did a panel at PAX. Yes. And um, and he was sort of. 
someone said, you know, what, what's with the revealing costumes? And he was like, you know, it's it's literally set ten thousand years in the future. Like we can't possibly conceive of how you know what, what how things might look, how people might dress. Um, and he was like, but honestly, I just really like girls. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I admire the honesty. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, at least he's, uh, at least the character is strong and interesting. She's not and, and like smart. Yeah. She's not like a fucking. It's not like that, you know, that fucking dead or alive beach volleyball shite. Hey, <laughs> Christy. Well, then you could argue that dead or alive is is more honest about what it's exactly incredibly honest. Yeah, yeah. most honest break game award. Fucking neck. Like, yeah, you get the stronger female <laughs> character than her. Trust me. Yeah. I mean, because from the so when uh, the near automata demo came out, everyone was laughing about the fact that you could point the camera up her skirt, but then she like pushed it away with her hand. And what, that the camera was... or the skirt? <laughs> the, the camera. <laughs> help you. Right, okay. Dave. <laughs> sure. um, and that was like... You nearly sold it to Dave then. I understand, <laughs> I understand what they were going for. Like, they probably just thought it was like a funny thing, like, oh, you don't be a pervert. But it's sort of like, so that, that, that sort of implies that there is a camera floating around and she knows you're trying to look up her skirt and she doesn't want you to. Thinking about so, that like, way too much there, Sean. So in the full game, they've changed it so that as you, like, if you... Like as the camera pitches upwards, it sort of moves to the side. Um, <laughs> that, so obviously, that now sounds like I've tried it. It's just a thing <laughs> you, that happens while you're playing it. What then, happens now um, is when you look up her skirt, she she uh, looks at the camera and just barks out lines from the the, the film Calendar Girls at you. <laughs> right? Okay. What the fuck? That's um, my rand, isn't it? It does. Um, it does feel yeah. like a yeah. There's a lot of that in Japanese games, isn't there? upskirt stuff yeah i mean you know obviously it's japanese so i'm just relieved she isn't five years yeah, old that's true yeah but you know <laughs> oh god um, that was a laugh so that's that uh, it's it, it's definitely yeah, no, it, sounds, it sounds good uh, but just one more thing though the, yeah. the new stuff that introduced in the, the in the um the further playthroughs is yeah. it mainly mm. story stuff or has it got some game new games play stuff in there both, both. Yeah. yeah, it's From, both. Yeah, I've got I've had new story and new game. There's new ways, new ways to fight in the second playthrough as well. Uh, and um, there's a bit that like Sean had gave me a heavy hint because I was being thick. And going, I'm going, <laughs> but is it going to be much different from after a bit? And he's like, yeah, remember the thing that happened? I'm like, oh yeah, okay, there. Yeah, from there, it's going <laughs> to be very different. Okay, so yeah, there's. It's very. You're going to play through different stuff, and you're going to have different mechanics. Um, it's really. Yeah really worth getting i know again like you were saying on top of all the other fucking games that you can be playing it is also really really worth getting and, and like you wouldn't want to miss it because it's it's cool you have to store all these up for when it the, you know the big summer drought yes it'll happen yep. fair um it will happen i've been playing a, not enough of but a bit of neo um neo which is neo, not near neo uh, and um, and the only reason I haven't been playing it is because I've been playing the year. So uh, that is a god. That's a smashing game. And oh, for Christ's sake! Can someone release something <laughs> that shit? Please? I know, I know. <laughs> they did Wildlands, and you fucking playing it. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> um, on the Ubisoft Death Train again. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get to Ubisoft. Choo <laughs> <laughs> choo! Clips through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through a hillside just disappears. Um yeah, it's just you know, again, just a smasher. It's it's got it's ex- somewhere exactly between oh god, this is the third fucking time. Dark Souls. And um <laughs> Ninja Gaiden, basically. Yeah. It's it's faster like Ninja Gaiden. Um and it's it, there's quite a lot of controls, so I don't know if it'd be for everyone. It, it's definitely for me. This is like a fucking an absolute Gary game because there's just loads of sword based stuff to master, and it's hard. And it reminds me in sort of aesthetic of Tenchu, of the old Tenchu games, and I loved those games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely loved those games. So that's doing it for me as well. Sort of, yeah, very, very Japanese. <laughs> um, and it's just a smasher again. And there's all this kind of, there's this yokai realm stuff, which is all the, you know, ghosts. That's like Japan ghosts, mate. And, uh, and they, <laughs> they appear from that, from the other realm and this sort of thing. And they're harder enemies. And there's a mechanic associated around them because they leave like corruption where they're walking and you have to clear that out with well timed attacks and things like that. There's, there's, a, there's loads. There's loads, but it layers it on in a way where, you don't realise you've learned loads, but you have, and you're doing all this mm. mad fucking ninja shit, um, and it's just it's just ramping up. I've I've played like I've done like two bosses, but it's uh, no, I'm actually at the second main boss, and it's again it's got that Dark Souls thing of when you initially played through that, where you're just you're feeling terrified of everything of a new area and you're thinking but i've got if i've got this far and then i'd have to get a little bit further and i don't know what's going to happen and then you get to a boss and i got to this boss and she's just she just seems insane like well, how am i going to fucking beat her you know like it's it's that whole feeling again which i haven't had since dark souls because you know even though bloodborne and that was you know i adore that game i was still going in with a bit of swagger because i got very good at those games so i was still going yeah. in with like yeah, yeah, okay. This boss is scary and it's intense, but I know, I know these games now, so I know what when to strike and when to hold back and what to do. You know, whereas this has sort of reset me, so I'm getting as close to those feelings that I that I've had for many years. That Dark Souls feeling of like, I just I don't want to fight this boss. I'm fucking I'm frozen to the spot. You know, I don't hit her because I think this might be the wrong time. And you know, and then slowly getting better, and then something seeming impossible. Uh, you know, being totally doable. And even with the first boss, I had that. I just thought, I got, I had like 15 goes at it. And I just thought, I, oh, I don't. And I had that feeling. I, went, I think, I don't know if I want any more games like this. I had that sort of feeling in my head. Like I thought, ah, oh, no, no, no. Can I be asked for this? This is the first boss. And then something clicked. And I went, oh, I don't have to do that. I should just try this tactic. And then all of a sudden, I'm making progress on him. And then I beat him. And it's, oh, and it's that elation. I'm like, oh shit! It's the soul cycle, like full on through and through. Um, yeah, and there's loads to it, and there's loads of it. It takes everything that Dark Souls and the Souls series of games has done well, and implements those ideas in its own way, and then adds a load of shit on top. But not like not like an Ubisoft game, but in a good way. <laughs> um, and and makes all these systems that you can't wait to find out more about. And I've got items that I'm like. I don't want to use that because I'm scared of what it'll do. Like it tells you what it does, but in <laughs> in that way where you're like, "Oh, it does that, does it?" I don't know what that means, but I guess if I use it, I'll find out. But I'm not gonna use it yet. I'm a bit scared of it. Um, it's got all of that. 
Yeah. It, even to the point where it's a little bit irritating as, as Dark Souls is. Because <laughs> I found this I found this set of armor which was um it says um it said something like you you never run out of arrows if you use it. it's like archer's garb, right? And you have to have each bit head, like a helmet, boots, fucking greaves and the top and all that. And once you've got them all, it says you'll you never run out of arrows. Um and I got all of the bits Fired some arrows and I ran out of arrows. <laughs> so, so fuck knows what that's about. <laughs> whether it's some like colossal joke or whether it's so it's even got that kind of what am I supposed to do? And I'm sure someone will be like, oh, well, you have to be in this mode and, and this stance if you do it, and and you have to have this much of these points. It's going to be one of those, you know. But mm. oh, it's yeah. I just know I'm going to get lost in it. That is a bit irritating, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the monsters are very interesting. It's very characterful. Um. Yeah, it's just fucking good, man. Again, another belter. But another I'm going to get lost in. Uh, cool. Anything else? Last thing. Um, obviously, more Street Fighter Five because it's the best game I've made, but never mind. <laughs> and uh, That's what I like about you, your humour. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and they did that to theme of cars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and finally for honor which continues to be fucking brilliant one-on-one and two-on-two and fucking awful in the uh forum for capture the zones bullshit mode uh which is crap which is which i found is further bullshit because uh the more stuff you buy for uh steel at at a low low rate of uh I worked out that if you want one of the sort of the the fancy costumes that the artists have actually put effort into making, um, you, it's, it's uh, the amount of steel it costs. I went to the st- buy steel page and worked it out. You'd be char- paying about sixteen quid for one outfit, <laughs> just Ouch for a, for a, a visual, just a physical mm-hmm. outfit. Um, it's fucking appalling shit like that. It's full of that kind of shite. Ubisoft, mate. Ubisoft, mate. Scum, scum. See how oh, the fucking scum. Here he goes. <laughs> um, but that dual mode is just oh, it's so good, and it just keeps revealing more and more depth. And then I, I'm sort of absolutely slamming fools right now because I'm so fucking badass. But um, occasionally I'll come across a guy who's who's puts them working as well, and it's uh, it's like a best of five system with the jewels. And you'll have this these fights that go on for ages, and it's just the tension of it. And there'll be these standoffs that last for ages, and some. And then you'll adapt to each other. You know, you'll be trying this tactic, and they'll get wise to it. So now you've got to try something else, and and you'll work out exact sort of ranges on each other. And it's all it's just tense as fuck. Um, not much has been said about the um, music. Well, I say music, the music in that bit in in the jewels. It's just this kind of um, war drum being beaten, and mm. it's it's it it's got a kind of got a steady rhythm, and then more as as you get closer to killing each other, it's got its own version of you know a classic Street Fighter Two thing when someone's low in health and the music speeds up to solve, and you go yeah. oh they're nearly dead and it all and it all and it all kicks on kicks in I mean. Um, it's kind of got that because more drums get added in the middle of the fight 
And then towards the end, when you're both nearly dead, there's there's just there's heavier drums and there's more coming in, and it's all kind of tribe like, and then one of you gets killed. It's just you know it rattles it off with a little uh, a final flourish, and it's actually like really stomp. good. Yeah, like stomp if it <laughs> didn't irritate you. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, so sadly, cool. I've got no interest in playing this game whatsoever. I don't know really? what it is. Just got zero interest in playing it. It's uh, yeah. I think if you like you fighting games, it's you know you're gonna love it. But otherwise, you might not be that interested. But there's just just so much. Like, did you ever play Bushido Blade? Do you ever like that? Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, yeah, loved it. It's got that feel to it because you move when you're sort of locked onto each other. You you have that same really slow movement where your feet are just kind of shifting in the dirt. So it's very like, eyeing each other up, waiting for something to happen. And, and I love that. And I don't. I can't remember another game that's um nailed that sort of initial standoff feeling that initial face off like Bushido Blade had where you just who's gonna who's gonna have a go first Midhog I suppose is the closest we've been ironically yeah but then it's that's way too fast isn't it you don't have that that sort of weight and that shift you know that sort of yeah I suppose suppose it's a little bit different like it like the same like the equivalent of uh you know a a western where you're both like waiting for you to reach for your gun you know it's that kind of yeah Love it, man. Love it's it. It's the one-two switch of uh, Ubisoft's. <laughs> um, so, the yeah, gag. and obviously there's some there's some sweet uh, emote uh, abuse going on to make you look like you're you're doing dances, and you know one character you can make him look like he's having a big wank. So uh, there you go. <laughs> what, what more do you need? And that's, that's when that's a nine out games. of ten becomes a ten out of ten. Eh? <laughs> Simulated James. wanking. What you got for us? Uh, well, I played Zelda, obviously. We talked about okay, that. Okay, don't need to talk about that. Talked about that. Uh, I did get 1-2 Switch, um, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, have you played it yet? Uh, yeah, I have. I played it with my daughter for a bit. and um, <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't played it for very long. It's um, But what I have played... I mean, I've kind of gone really down the rabbit hole with all this, actually, like with this Switch stuff, because... My wife's away, and I was just like, well, I could just buy this, couldn't I? You know, and just play it. <laughs> she's not back yet. And we, we've got a whole thing going where it's like, she's fine with all this as long as I like pay for it by selling stuff. I've still got three weeks to go, and I think I can do it. It's just, you know, it's just a bit of a risk. But so Yeah, it's just when, the, you know, the thing you're selling is your own ass, James. That's when it starts to... <laughs> <laughs> that's when it's a worry I'm interested <laughs> anyway. James has got a very nice arse thank you <laughs> anyway 1-2 Switch what was is, that? I don't know 1-2 Switch is um, is not a very good game um, it's 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 okay I mean obviously if you're playing it you know with another person or in a group I'm, I'd imagine it's a lot more fun but I've only played it with a 7 year old and she <laughs> Doesn't I mean she she can play it better than can, she can snipper clips, but it's still like she still doesn't get like a lot of how it's what you're supposed to be doing with it. It's not as intuitive as something like uh, Wii Sports or even like Wii Play. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like you can pick it up and instantly you know exactly what you've got to do. What's really annoying is the way that you know be- before you start playing any of the games, they have those like instruction videos, and it's like as soon and they go on for quite a long time sometimes, and you're thinking as soon as you've got like that amount of instruction, you're kind of like it's. You've lost the pick up and play element. Do you know what I mean? I like, don't know, man. Yeah. I I I do not know. I think it's a little bit different when you're playing against like playing with a seven year old because 
when we went to that event, they barely had to say three words to us and we knew what we had to do. Yeah, mm. that's true. And I've true. got a feeling that if mm. I took that round my parents' place, it would be exactly the same thing. No, because it's no because the the one of the things about it, which is the problem that I've had like with my daughter with this, is it's just simple stuff like how to hold the controller in the right position and stuff, which also people that are not gamers would have a thing with that. You know, like with like... Yeah, but you had that with Wii Sports. Not so much, though, because it didn't matter. Oh, mate, bowling, no, no, no. bowling with people was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> no, release it when you're coming back. Yeah, but that's, that's just one button. It didn't matter the way that you were really holding the controller. With this, it does. Like, it, you have to hold it in, like, exactly the right way. There's also the whole, like, you know, having to pull off the, um, you know, the, the strap thing all the time. Like, some games, it's like, take it off. Some games, it's like, put it on, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just a little bit irritating. But, I mean, there's 28 games, but there's only a handful of them I think are actually worth playing that are fun. I mean, the balls in the box thing is brilliant. Quick draw is still fun. And plate spinning actually turns out to be pretty good as well. Um, <laughs> but I found the Joy-Cons are less accurate than I was expecting they were going to be. Um, they're not flawless mm. like by any stretch of the imagination. And, I mean, they're still good. I mean, they, they just they feel like better Wii, like, uh, Wii remotes, but you know, still Give me not. an example. What, what sort of made, what's making you say that? Um, I think mostly it, maybe it's just because of the way these games work because most of them are like they do just sort of reward you for just like flailing around and you know which kind mm. of means that you don't really feel that you're using them in any sort of like accurate way at all which is kind of a shame and like the HD rumble is is nice in stuff like the balls in the box but you don't really notice it in most other stuff like they don't really use it like very much you know yet which is kind of a bit of a shame I mean. After playing it, I mean, it's it's what everyone has already said like a million times before, but they should have just put this in with the machine um, because it's not, it's really not worth, you know, like 35 quid, I don't think. I mean, maybe if you're playing it with a big group, but how often are you going to do that? You know, like, I'm, I'm not sure it's really worth it. I've got, I mean, you're, you still planning to come around here next month? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I've got a feeling we'll have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it probably would be better with more than two people. Um, but then, you know, like you said, with people that actually know what they're doing, it'd probably be, it'd probably be better. But isn't, isn't it so that they, like Nintendo, when they were sort of touting this stuff around when the Switch came out, they gave this to, like, mainstream inverted commas sort of outlets that were like, you know, Daily Mail and stuff or whatever. And then they gave, like, Zelda to, like, proper gaming sites. Is that right? Um, no, I oh, thought I the know. pack was basically if you got a Switch... And you got both of them with it, I guess. Really? I mean, they're both Nintendo games. I, I, I would have thought that was the case. Okay. Because yeah, I, I don't think they'd be selective like that. I thought they were in the US. Maybe, no, maybe I don't know. Possibly, they, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Because yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's okay, but it's, it's not worth like thirty-five quid. It really isn't. Especially, so, so many of the games just feel like they're sort of just repeating the same thing. You know, you're just doing the same thing, and again, there's a lot of flying around and stuff, which is not so fun. I don't know it's all it's all right. I mean, if you're playing with a with a group, it's probably okay. But um, with a seven year old, it's it's not so fun. It, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's basically what I keep hearing is like, yeah, you know, if you've got mates around or family or whatever, you'll have an incredible half hour, and that's maybe yeah. it. Um, which is a shame. I'll probably still get it when it's twenty quid. But you know, it's a Nintendo game, so. Who knows when that'll yeah. happen? Well, you know, probably three days down the line, it'll still be thirty. No, it'll be forty-five quid on from the eShop, won't it? Still, you know, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of crazy. But um, so yeah, I played that, and the, other, the only other game I played is uh, Mario Sports Superstars, 
which is uh, on the 3DS. And yeah, because I, I, I played this for review and I was really disappointed by it, which is kind of a shame because it's, mm. I mean, it's made by Camelot, you know, planning software who did, um, they've done like the previous like tennis and golf games. And yeah, because we talked about this, didn't we, uh, in the the WhatsApp group? And like, they've been a pretty safe yeah. pair of hands. I mean, in the past, so this is this is a well, shame. The thing is, is the tennis and golf are quite good. I mean, they're they're fine. You know, okay. they're, they're totally fine, and they're the they're the they're what kind of redeems the um the game because the other mm-hmm. aspects of it though are so awful. I mean, like the football, the football <laughs> is appalling. It, it's a terrible game of football, like really bad. And the thing is, is I've seen arguments online of people saying like. Oh, they've just all of these games. It's great because they've stripped it back, so it's like really simple and like you know really fun. And it's like no, they they haven't though. They've just made they've just taken everything out of it and like sort of stripped all the modes out. And that doesn't necessarily make something more fun, you know. Just because you can pick up and play, mm-hmm. it doesn't make it like necessarily you know like very good. I mean, if you think about a lot of mobile games, some of the best like mobile games are ones which are like really simple, but there's still a hook that keeps you sort of dragged in and engaged. Whereas that mm. seems absent here. Like, I mean, the football, the big problem with the football is the fact that it's got, there's obviously sweet spots, which ruins it. If you're playing it online, that still happens. I was playing with some guy, I beat him 13-3, and I can't imagine it was a lot of fun for him, you know, to be, to have that going on, because <laughs> I was just getting into the same position, kick it in the goal, it goes in. But also, there's no, like, you don't get penalised for, like, fouling people either. So if you're playing online, you know, you can just, persistently foul people so they can't get near the goal anyway which is really boring um it's also got like if you're playing in single player it's got these weird difficulty spikes as well which it's like you know the first um like the first if you're playing like a tournament mode like the first couple of games are really easy like you're like bashing like 11 12 nil like you know plus the teams you get to the final and suddenly they're amazing yeah, they're like you know they're like sort of knocking the ball around no problem at all it's i mean do you remember dave did you ever play actual soccer uh, I did, yeah. I don't remember much about it. Because I seem to remember that having that problem as well, where it's like, you know, you play a team like in earlier rounds and then you play exactly the same team like later and suddenly they're amazing. And it's it's kind of like that. And I mean, it's got all the usual like sort of slightly game breaking stuff as well of like the um, like super moves and everything, which you, know, you can't really counter like very easily. It's just really boring. And, uh, and also there's the, um, it's also got like just absolutely horrendous music. Like it's got, I mean, because and this is another thing that annoyed me because I was I was reading someone else's like review where they were talking about it and they were like saying, oh, you know, Nintendo have always been known for like you know ch- uh, slightly cheesy music and that you're like, no, no, they haven't. They they a lot of a lot of, a lot of <laughs> Nintendo games. Okay, they're they're often like very sort of like relentlessly upbeat, but they still are catchy like a lot of the songs and it's like you don't mind listening to that. It's okay. Yeah. This is awful. I mean, I, I switched off the sound like, after a few minutes because I was like, I can't bear this. Like if you're playing a game of football and it's like five minutes each way and you've got the same like horrendous music on like just loop like over and over again, you're just like, oh, this is terrible. So it's not so good. But I mean, yeah, and the, I mean, the other stuff, it's got like horse racing, which is weird. And baseball which i mean baseball is probably actually one of the better games which as i said in the review mm. is weird because baseball in real life is really boring but this is like actually <laughs> not bad like it's quite fun to play i mean uh, online it's okay and the, the tennis and golf really are good like they're they're really like you know very good versions which is why i gave it i, I gave it like a six out of ten because it's you know it's you know they they make it worth playing but the football 
Oh, I just felt disappointed because it... <laughs> it's, a, it's funny because every other sport you've mentioned, you've said, oh, it's quite good, actually. It just seems like the football's upset you that much no, no, it, that it's it, dropped. <laughs> it really did upset me, honestly, because the thing is, is like there's been like Mario Strikers and stuff like that before, which was okay. And then, but this time you've got like 11 versus 11, you know, they really could have done something interesting with this. And I'm not expecting it to be like, you know, as good as like Pez or FIFA or something like that. But I'm expecting it to at least be, you know, sort of enjoyable to play. I just got, I was just bored. Every time I played the football game, I was just really bored. And also, I mean, it says it's like five minutes a half. It feels like 10 or 15 minutes. It just feels like it's just going on. It's interminable. It's, um, yeah, not, not, not a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I'm disappointed because it's it's you know this is like the end. This is kind of I mean, despite what Nintendo says, this is kind of the end of the 3DS's life now. Like we're coming towards the end here. Mm. It would have been nice to have had something like better, you know, for sports on the 3DS because it's it's not like there's a lot of you know really good sports games on on the machine anyway. And it would have been good to have something good, but you know, never mind. Cool. Is that it? Yep. Good. Let's get on to uh, questions and get out of it. I am shattered. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> ain't gonna lie. If you want to email us, it's uh, the computer game show at gmail dot com. Uh, first one is from Josh. He says, "Hi, gents. With the recent success of Resident Evil Seven and Breath of the Wild, going back to the very first game in their respective series of inspiration, and combining that foundation with more modern ideas, which other game franchises could benefit from looking to the past in order to move the series forward into the future?" For example, I think Castlevania could look to the structure and slow, deliberate action and traversal of the first game for inspiration. Does um, do, I mean, does Breath of the Wild really go back to the game's roots? Not really. I don't think it does. In in a like sense, huge, that's yeah, a bit of an art, because a bit of a stretch to say that, though. No, in the sense of like exploration, that, maybe a bit, but eh. yeah, and being a bit unforgiving. Like you do die a lot in Breath of the Wild, which hasn't really been a thing in Zelda for yeah. a long time. Um. I think yeah, like I think people saying sort of in spirit, it feels like like people who actually played the original back in the day are like this. Actually, reminds me of how I felt playing the very first one. But when I but... think of a game going back to its roots, I think Doom. <clears throat> I, yeah, that, that mm. is so clearly based on what made the original so good and modern yeah, modernizing yeah. it. That was one thing. Whereas Breath of the Wild doesn't scream that to me. Admittedly, I haven't played it yet, but mm. yeah. Uh, okay, fine. As it, just being picky. Uh, what game could benefit <laughs> from that? I mean, I definitely think Call of Duty games could benefit from going back a bit mm-hmm. and making it feel like, mm. like I'm talking single player here, making it feel like you're in an army rather than James Bond in mm. space. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to feel <laughs> like I'm part of an army again. Like um, the Battlefield was trying to, to do with their stuff, really. Yeah, and the Battlefield games were, were good and everything, but like the COD... Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and, you know, um, uh, World at War and stuff like that, uh, and even uh, Call of Duty 2, that just the moments where your back was up against the wall and you're seeing your teammates get killed around you and your teammates, you you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Squad and, mates. And, like, that was a real unique, horrific feeling, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. they've just moved away from that now, and it might as well just have... as you're just like fucking blowing up the next henchman it's like it's just it hasn't got the same feeling and i feel it could really benefit from saying okay let's calm down a bit now and stop this uh i can't think of many more long-running series that have gone nuts and completely lost their way ghost recon 
Um, <laughs> Ghost Recon, yeah, I guess, but the, I still have a laugh landing on farmers. Um, I just <laughs> did. What was the, ironically, games like it's the same with Resident Evil. Like from what I've seen of Resident Evil, it doesn't necessarily go back to its roots. It just remembers that it's a horror game again, you know, and that's okay. Yeah, that's essentially going back to its roots, but but it didn't really it doesn't really come across as something that because i mean from what i gather from resident evil 7 although it does go a bit supernatural and everything a lot of it is playing on the sort of uh slasher horror films from the mm. uh early 90s right the, the sort of yeah those yeah found footage yeah and um well the, yeah that was sort of like late night 90s early uh, millennium, whatever, mm. but I, you know, back to uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff like that. Uh, and the, I, I feel that these games, especially when you look at something like that and Tomb Raider, it's not necessarily going back to its roots, but it's breaking away from where it's gone wrong. That's the more important yeah. thing. Yeah, the understanding actually the route we're going down is not right let's fix it and it doesn't necessarily have to go back to the original games like you look at tomb raider the, the original tomb raider compared to the tomb raider reboot they they're just the even the idea of the two games are completely different ones about complex puzzles and you know um uh setting up like like pixel perfect jumps and making sure lara's like parallel with the block she's jumping off of and stuff like that <laughs> whereas the reboot was all about action and flinging your bow everywhere and stuff and that but that was such a big improvement over what we've had in recent years from that series that you kind of go yes good i'm glad you did this yeah uh, so yeah i think I the key I is know, i see it differently from going back to the roots i think the key is to it's more it's not going back to the roots it's sort of capturing the spirit of the series when it was sort of most loved with a lot of those things like it, it's almost like if you think the i think the first thing i can remember that that did that was um prince of persia sons of time where mm -hmm. they they captured the spirit of the of the original sort of pc game with the peril and the kind of and then the the traversing the the puzzles, which is which is something that you know was when when that came out was fucking mad and and really cool, and they took that spirit. They obviously didn't come back to trying to make it just like the original, but they took the spirit of that and put it into and, and modernized it in a really good way. In the way, just remember thinking this this feels like it part of that legacy, you know, and really really faithful to it even though it's it's a very different game you know the rewind mechanics and all this sort of manners but you were still sort of um precariously navigating deadly traps in in sort of fascinating lost underground tomb sort of environments it, it just kept all that so it kept the spirit of it but totally reinvented it and i think that's when it works and the same with resi 7 the spirit is cr like creeping horror edging around corners but it's taken everything that's been successful about horror not just from games but from films as you're saying and 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 added that but kept kept that spirit of of daftness when it goes a bit daft as well so yeah i'd love to, i'd love yeah, to know I mean, what the people were <clears throat> saying when uh super mario 3 came out 
<laughs> We're going back to the roots. No more picking up those fucking vegetables. <laughs> Spirit of the first one. Uh, sorry, Phil. I was just going to say, with regards uh, Castlevania, um, I mean, I'm one of the people who only got on board sort of after Symphony of the Night when it sort of, you know, reinvented itself and uh, took all the sort of Metroid elements. Um, so I have basically no love or nostalgia for the, the Castlevania games prior to that. Um, to me, they just seem like similar, but with all the interesting stuff missing, which is, I'm sure, is a very offensive statement to a lot of people. Um, but obviously Castlevania is interesting because it's already sort of been reinvented twice. You had Symphony of the Night and then you had Lords of Shadow more recently, which was um, a, a very interesting game and, 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 you know, sort of written off by a lot of people as a God of War clone and there's some truth to that um but it was a, a really interesting adaptation that said if someone wanted to do another 2d one that was just like symphony of the night bang up for that all over that yeah right okay uh next question gentlemen good evening a few of my comrades who also listened to your uh, to your show had a small vote about who in the group would match their character from the seven dwarfs we've matched to pick three of you and uh matched you as follows david obviously is happy as it always is Yep. I, don't know, I don't know, I just thought that would have been Matt, but never mind. Um, <laughs> Sean, uh, we went with Doc, as he seems the most intelligent one in the group. Uh, All right. Yes! Well, mate, Come on. you need to get new friends, new comrades, because <laughs> the most intelligent. You're having a laugh. All right. Matt, we thought uh, bashful in a cute way. That's, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> You've got some fans there, Matty. Go on. We were stuck when it came to James, so we thought, who better to make this call but your good selves? So that leaves Grumpy, Dopey, Sleepy, yeah, and Sneezy. Oh, shit, is there not one called no, Cunt? No, 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 hang on, no, 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 that's not what he says. He says, that leaves Grumpy and Dopey as Sleepy went on holiday and Sneezy is at the hospital having an op. So it's Grumpy or Dopey. <laughs> Both of which seems a little bit unfair. Yeah. Well, what, Grumpy? No, Grumpy's, that's easy. It's easily grumpy. Well, I mean, primarily it's unfair that I'm Doc when, when James literally has a PhD. But, I mean... <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing is, James hasn't got street smarts, clearly. Like, that's... <laughs> and, uh, and Sean has. <laughs> Good point, James. Good point. <laughs> Sean's got street smarts. He's always doing that thing, that dad thing. Right, what you need to do is if someone's going to attack you, just roll up your newspaper really tight. And I'll go right, I'll go right under the nose. That'll make it bleed. I did I did three Sistema lessons in college. I can safely disable an attacker. <laughs> I think they call that farm <laughs> smarts, not street smarts. Like, <laughs> actually, like he's the sort of person... Farm smarts, you just get a shotgun loaded with rice. No, what? <laughs> just, just, what just point did that like, come from? I'll, I'll be... No, that's a thing. That's a real thing. You load shotgun with rice. That's gonna, Matty, or... You're going to get rid of intruders. <laughs> Best... I, don't think, I don't think it matters. I, don't, I think it's better if it hasn't been cooked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it won't kill anyone, but it'll fucking so hurt. I, like, just funnel one of those like microwavable packs of Uncle Ben's down the, just just bang it in yeah, and yeah. just. Why, not? why why even load Sorry, it dog, in? Just, just jump on the next packet. To me, I apologize. Just jump on the packet. Microwave it until the <laughs> packet is closed, and then just jump on the packet. Um, <laughs> there's differences between me and Sean when mm. it comes to street smarts. Is that when I was growing up, I was taught to always have your, your your door keys in your right pocket, so that if you get 
look like you're going to get into some trouble, you can stick the keys in between yeah. the fingers in your the fist knuckles. and then batter someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. sort of Sean, uh, advice Sean had growing up was, there's a really nice apple crumble in the uh, the king's head <laughs> down the road. Uh, I mean, it's a bit of a drive, but it's worth it. <laughs> I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how ingrained that fucking key thing is into my psyche. I had a nightmare the other night that someone rang the doorbell late at night and I wasn't expecting and in my dream, I went. I grabbed the I grabbed the door key, opened the door, and then put it in between my knuckles, ready for a fucking, ready for a ruck. Standard. That's that's not even um. That's <laughs> not, not even the best thing to mate. do. If you've got a lighter on you, put that like in your fist because it, you could absolutely batter someone with that. Um. Also, <laughs> slash them up. Just you lift up the bits, slash them up, mate. <laughs> did I ever tell? Did I ever tell you? Um. When I was in Milton Keynes and living in a really dodgy part of Milton Keynes, I once got off the train quite late at night and was walking back to my house, and some guy started following me, and I'd just been to Tesco's, and um. Uh. So I'd have two bags uh with me and i was walking along and he stopped me and i had my headphones in and i thought what the fuck's going on here so as i went to like he wanted to show me something on his phone and uh and i thought this is a way of me getting my phone out i get like clobbered or whatever and then he nicks it so i put my bags on the floor and very quickly so he couldn't see grabbed the glass bottle of ketchup that I had in there yeah. and hid it behind my back. So I thought, if he makes a move, I'm going to bottle the cunt. Yeah. Um, in the end, it just turned out that he, he couldn't read and he asked me to read a text message. And it was like, and the thing was like, okay, no problem. You can give me the money next week if you, uh, like when you get paid. And I read that out to him and the guy went, thanks. And then walked off. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. <laughs> Imagine if he just like made a slightly quicker movement and I'd bottled him. Like, yeah. just, <laughs> I felt awful. But uh... one time uh, years ago, I was in Cardiff um, and I just like got out of the train station and there was just like a group of really rough-looking lads like stood at, like just in an alleyway, right? And one of them just sort of poked out and looked at me and oh mate, uh, come in here a second. And I was like. Uh, no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and, and in hindsight, I was like, that's such a shit, obvious ploy. What if, like, they'd found, like, a portal to Narnia or something, and they're just like, we just want to show someone, but no one's, ta- no one's taking, no one's interested, I don't understand what we There's do. too many fucking Choose Your Own Adventures books, mate. Sean, I've got another one. I was standing outside <laughs> yeah. my school gates once, but waiting for my mates to mm-hmm. turn up so we could walk home. Um, I say school, I was in college, right? So it was, you know, I wasn't young, I was probably 16. And um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm standing there, and a bunch of uh, dickheads surrounded me, <laughs> and they started mm-hmm. feeling my bag that I had on my back, like just feeling to see what was in it and see if I was worth mugging, I guess. And uh, mm-hmm. the bigger boy out of all of them went straight up to my face and started saying, like, you know, the usual sort of intimidating shit. But for some reason, I couldn't stop smiling. Like, I just, like, it was a nervous <laughs> thing and I just couldn't stop smiling. And the bloke's going, Take that smile off your face. Take that smile off your face. I'm going to bang you. And I just couldn't do it. Like, I was like, I was like <laughs> I'm trying, mate, but I just think this is quite funny like i don't know what's going on my brain is just not working right now <laughs> and then i just thought what do i do from here so i just walked off like i literally just walked off <laughs> and they stood there 
like they must have thought I was insane and just thought it was not worth trying to get involved with me because <laughs> I literally <laughs> just smiled at someone twice my size and then just wandered off. <laughs> <laughs> that was one way that I avoided getting fucked. <laughs> Didn't always work. I lost my phone the week after, but um so that's your answer, uh, Grumpy. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that was from that was from Ms. Rangers as well, so you know. Oh, Should nice. we do one more because it is getting late? Okay. Um, okay, so this is from Capone. He says, A few weeks ago you briefly mentioned Shemu uh, and alluded to the fact that David Turner has never played it. Is this true? If so, I'd be willing to promise that I'll never mention the Metal Gear Solid 5 stream that he abandoned as long as he makes a promise to <laughs> listeners right now, right here, right now. This promise is that should there ever be a release of an HD remastered Shenmue, that he promises to stream himself playing, uh, playing it for a total of at least three hours. David, David, I will pay you not to do that. Right. <laughs> Firstly, your your money's no good to me, James. It's dirty. Uh, I will pay you. That is such a middle class way out of a situation, James. To sort yourself out, boys. You're, you're having good fun today. You know, trying to prove how street you are, David. It's, uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> Firstly, <laughs> firstly, um, uh, yes, I have played Shenmue Two. Well, did we work out Shenmue Two, James? We didn't work anything out. I don't know what you're talking about. I started off. I started off on a port asking questions that, that'd be um, too. yeah and yeah. then and then yeah. i'd become a forklift truck driver for a little bit no that's or not, one. Did, oh hang on i was <laughs> are, are you <laughs> sure was you didn't of... dream this and because you know there was that <laughs> you know there was that dvd that i made you watch and that... i don't know i'm pretty sure it was two because i played it on the original xbox because they've released okay. it for that right and then did they release number one for that i don't no, think I they didn't. did did they there's no yeah so it's definitely the, Shenmue two then in the second one though that's weird. If it wasn't, f- if I weren't driving a forklift, then I was moving crates onto a forklift That's as a possible. job. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it was that one. Um, and then I remember meeting someone on a park bench and then teaching me a couple of moves or something. I can't remember. Um, Some but shit. yeah, I pl- I probably put about <laughs> an hour into it. Um, I <laughs> promise you that yes, if it gets released on either the Xbox One or the PS4. I will stream at least three hours. No, don't you do have it, that please. promise. I don't oh, want you playing. I'm going to invite James over to sit next to me while I play it. We will do that. <laughs> it's going to happen, James. I can't wait to rip into that. Oh, can we do tweets? Are we going to do any tweets? Do you know why you're nervous and why you don't want me to play it? Because, because I know you know it's shit. No, because you I know, know, I know that you're just going to be, you know, Mr. Controversial and just be going on about how rubbish it is. And, you know, it's. Is that it's that controversial? Game, it's, and I, it's, it is controversial. It's an amazing I mean, you, game. You yourself say it's total shit. I never places. said that. I said you I, have I never said, said that. it. No, I never, never said it was total shit. I said it's got problems and it hasn't aged that well. But the central, you know, thing for it is is still amazing. Equals total pump. Right. Um. Thanks for living it. Uh, we're not you doing any tweets. Are we? Are you just spinning them off completely. Well, Matt's not here, is it? So we can. Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, he's the one that goes, oh, you've got to read them all out. I'll read one. Read... Are there any quick ones? <laughs> um, just... <laughs> um, oh, okay. Twitter.com. Let's have a look. Um, okay. <laughs> no. Let's, should we, uh, should we move on? Should we just leave it then? Just do one. <laughs> one. Just do one that looks half interesting. Go on. Okay. Sinui says, uh, what's your moral stance on emulating contemporary games consoles? What, uh, can you explain what contemporary game consoles means? It means, well, it yeah. means current ones, doesn't it? Well, you can't do that. Um, 
I mean, it's yeah, like obviously you should be really should be buying the fucking games, um, but hang on, like, hang on, there's a difference though because it, it's weird because obviously, like I, I support obviously I support the use of emulation from a heritage perspective, right? Because games consoles will eventually break, and if you don't learn how to emulate them, then they'll, the games will just be lost forever, and that's you know that's shit. Um, so you know, I, I'm not like fundamentally against emulators, but like. You know, and but then I'll say, you know, you probably shouldn't be emulating things that exist and you can buy. But does that mean the emulation community is just supposed to sit there twiddling their thumbs for the next five years before they can start work on work on a switch? Yeah, but emulator? there's a difference between Do an emulator I mean? and downloading like the games themselves. Like, what's wrong with like using an emulator but then you you've bought the games? It's just that you're playing it. Yeah, but no one does that. <laughs> the, the reality of the situation is that never well, yeah, happens. That's obviously true, but it's. <laughs> You know, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's like there's Wii U emulator, and people are tweaking it to get uh, Breath of the Wild running. And so, you know, there's going to be like fancy 4K screenshots of Breath of the Wild, and that'll be cool, I guess. It was like, you know, in Mario Galaxy, people got that emulated, and there was all these 1080p screenshots of it flying around, and it's like, fuck, that game looks amazing. Um, you know, I'm enough of a nerd to appreciate that, um, but. You know, I think there are a lot of people who are expressing or sort of putting it across as if they're just like, oh, that's, you know, that's really interesting from a technical point of view that they're managing to emulate Breath of the Wild when actually the secret, like, I can't wait for that to work properly so I can fucking download it. Yeah, I do, I've, I've never really, all the excuses that I've heard are just people uh, excusing piracy. So what can you do? Like, I mean,. It's a bit like um, similar I'm not excuses judging, for because everyone's done it at some point. So you know, mm-hmm. it's a bit like fo- when people try and defend fox hunting, isn't it? No, I need uh... to, you know, population and that. Hang on, that's quite different. <laughs> well, it's the same. It's the same. Like, oh, you know, yeah, but you know, I'm just, I'm, we're just keeping the heritage alive, and you just want to play Fox it, don't you? Mate? You just like playing <laughs> when, the game. When you made that analogy, were you because Sean always defends fox hunting? Like he every lo- time we're out with him, we go, <laughs> no, but they're vermin. All right, Sean, Jesus, he loves he loves the foot of fox hunting. That boy <laughs> loves it. Put that just, little hat on the red coat. You just like you it. just see him. You see him at the bar <laughs> at the pub, and he's just under the table. He's just very sort of surreptitious. Lifting his bugle up, like Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not having a blow. drink, but I'll fucking kill a fox. <laughs> that one's already stuffed, Sean. That's taxidermy. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough, right? I um, I'm yeah. gonna go to bed. Uh, Gary, yeah. thanks so right. much for joining us. It's all right, mate. Um, what have you got anything to plug or anything? No, I can't be asked. Just be skillful, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we would be if there was a fucking episode that come out. Jesus yeah. Christ, what the hell's going on? Agreed. They're all they're all too busy and successful, mate. Sorry, which one are you talking about there? Uh, Sam, uh, all the ones that aren't me. Oh no, oh yeah, no, <laughs> Sa- Sam. Sam's probably free, but Sam just doesn't like being on it because he's a cunt. Doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, I mean, he's been invited on this one about several times. Noted Once cunt. he even said yes, and then still didn't turn up. Yeah, that's, right. that's that's his that's his uh, aesthetic, yeah, mate. That's, that's his style. <laughs> Fucking. Um, thanks for living it. We will see you next week. Hopefully, Matt Murray will be back. Goodbye. Bye bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.